0: This is The Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty.
1: Hey, yo, man, how the heck are you? It is The Monty Show, as always, presented by The Advocates, theAdvocates.com, UtahAdvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business. Are The Advocates, what a beautiful weekend. You guys, if you got in an accident, if your friends, your family, your sister, your brother, your mom, your dad, your husband, your wife, got in an accident in a car, on a bike, on a motorcycle, absolutely you need somebody that's gonna fight for you like they're your own. And the best part about The Advocates is, they deliver you peace of mind so you can get back to the best version of yourself. Chat with an attorney live online for free at the advocatescom A lot to get to today. Obviously, uh, there is a lot of news surrounding the Big 12 and the Pac-12. Um, this situation with Gonzaga and Colorado seems to be escalating uh, as we sit here today. And I think we've been uh, pretty... Uh, out in front. Now I know that we, you know, we're just the two hacks on YouTube. Right, right. You know, yeah. Jake, we're just a couple right. of hacks on YouTube. We don't know anything that we're talking about here. Right. Uh, yeah. And as you know, as it was pointed out to us, you know, it, it, what did they say? A dog or, or a squirrel finds a nut once in a while. Hey, you know the what? Clock is right twice a day. Yeah, you know, that's us, man. We just, <laughs> you know, but never mind. On March third, that we told you. Uh, that Gonzaga had a verbal invite from the Big 12 to join the conference. And then today, uh, Ross Dellinger at Sports Illustrated reported that, uh, lo and behold, that the Big 12 is ready to invite Gonzaga basketball into the conference. Never mind that we've told you for three, four months now that the Big 12 is planning on Creating a unique and exclusive revenue stream, splitting off their basketball as a wholly different and self-contained entity that would become a revenue stream for the conference. Ah, never mind that today CBS Sports is reporting that that is exactly what the Big 12's intent is, folks. When you want the best and the brightest from uh, the Big 12 and the Pac 12, you come to the Monty Show. But let's get specific about Gonzaga because I think it is incredibly important for the Big 12, and we've talked about it at length on this show, Gonzaga basketball, in my opinion, for the Big 12, and our sources have told us, is the crown jewel of Big 12 expansion, because Gonzaga allows the Big 12 to expand its footprint into the Pacific Northwest, but it also allows the Big 12 to strengthen its reach significantly in basketball and basketball recruiting. It's not only in in the United States of America, I am told, Gonzaga represents a significant international reach for college basketball, which I think they have a history of. They are well known. They are a global brand when it comes to basketball. This is a big, big move. And we could talk about all these different teams, Jake, in the the Pac-12, in the Colorados, and the Coach primes but my opinion and opinion of sources that we've spoken to gonzaga is the crown jewel of of big 12 expansion
0: yeah and i think there's a few reasons for that i think number one they're in the pacific time zone so brett Yormark has talked all about how you know he, he one of his major goals as commissioner uh of the big 12 is to expand the conference into the Pacific time zone. And and why is that? Why is that relevant? Why does that matter? I think it's, I think it's kind of a gold rush right now. Honestly, you're, you're looking at the big 10 adding, you know, two teams in Southern California in USC and UCLA. And if you're any of these other conferences, right? Like the big 12, the sec, let's say even the ACC, like as soon as a, as a conference, like the big 10 expands into the Pacific time zone, you got to look at your options. And I think, because the big 12 is so dominant in basketball adding a school like gonzaga that is basketball only if you will they don't have a football team uh, i think makes a lot of sense but but i think one thing that a lot of people aren't talking about is the fact that when they add gonzaga it's not just going to be the basketball team going into the conference you have to remember they're adding all sports at gonzaga so whether it's the baseball team the swimming team whatever every every sport that gonzaga runs out there will be in the big 12 so people like to say hey well you know this there's no way that this could be true because you know gonzaga doesn't play football but but what i'm telling you is is other sports that they run out there are going to be included in this and i think that's why it makes a lot of sense, because from a scheduling standpoint, Gonzaga continues to help you with flexibility. They continue to help you schedule all these different sports. So to me, that's why I think Gonzaga is really attractive, because, again, they're an easy add. They bolster your basketball conference, and we've heard all these commissioners, right? Whether it's the commissioner of the Mountain West, whether it's Brett Yormark, you know, even George Klyovkov. You know has mentioned it in the past making money off of playoff time in college athletics whether it is the college football playoff or the tournament or you know whatever scenario you want to look at making money in that time of year is crucial and it's no secret that gonzaga has been a tournament team basically every single year now does that change going into a dominant basketball conference like the big 12 i don't think so i think they're plenty good enough in basketball to compete in the big 12 but the point is is that if you can add more dollars to your conference that way why would you not do that so to me that's why i think gonzaga is is just such a natural fit and and again we had this for you march 3rd like this is not something new this isn't like don't be fooled this isn't like some you know new like on the edge reporting that hey they find Gonzaga attractive we've had this story for a long time now so for me I just look at this and I say hey Gonzaga is an easy an easy fit like it just makes sense but I look around and I and I look at Colorado I look at you know some of these other schools in the Pac-12 and and I think this is kind of the thing that really is going to start to get crazy You know, when you look at Colorado and you look at what they did with the spring game and and all the revenue that came in, like, Colorado's making money now and they haven't even, like, played a football game yet. Like, that to me, if I'm Brett Yormark, I'm looking at that and I'm saying, holy cow, like, we have a cash flow of a school building and growing. Why would I not want to add that into my conference yet again? Like, that that makes perfect sense. And I
1: I also think there is something here to be said about the ever-changing face of college athletics, and I think when you look at the grant of rights model, we've told you, we've heard repeatedly for months and months and months that grant of rights are probably going away into the future. There is a real difficult situation presenting itself in the ACC, and you know this assumption that the ACC is going to crumble, and well, I don't think it's going to crumble for a long time because one, they're making they're making good money, so no school in the ACC is going to be insolvent. But the the greater issue is why would the acc fall apart and how are you going to get enough teams to say hey we went out to to blow up that grant of rights i think that is a very difficult hill to climb so if you are the big 12 and you've just entered into this new tv deal i think this past round with the big 10 and the big 12 i think these are the last great tv deals that you're going to see and again i understand the money that is being made in in the big 12 i don't see a way that you're not going to get to forty, fifty million dollars, as we've been telling you for months. That the Big Twelve per school is looking at somewhere between forty-five and fifty-five million dollars per school per season, mm-hmm. when all of the 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 nets are totaled. Because you're looking at a dominant basketball program, you're looking at at, at championship caliber football now with an expanded playoff you know that schools in the big 12 are going to have a a much more available seat at the table the money is flowing through the big 12 but it's not flowing because of their tv deal it's a part of it but as we've talked about brett your mark's grand plan is hey we can no longer rely on our media deal so we are going to rely on ourselves we are going to create a basketball conference that we can make a wholly owned entity and revenue stream out of. We are gonna to go to Rucker Park. We are gonna take our product and we are going to reach into Mexico. Gonzaga's gonna be a part of reaching into Europe. You're going to see that he is going to continue to grow these footprints. And I think he's absolutely the business model. And I listen, I understand that we're the truck stop show and I get it that we're homers. and right. But say what you want to say. Find me somebody who is operating their college sports business at a higher level right now than Brett Yormark in the Big Twelve. Because if he truly pulls off this coup with Gonzaga, because it is a coup, there's not a conference in the country that today would not add Gonzaga to their to their portfolio. Like Gonzaga, there's not one, and you can name the ACC, the SEC you name the conference they would add them the pac-12 i think would stack dead bodies on top of each other to reach the heights of gonzaga basketball in a conference by the way who's going to lose one of its crown jewel basketball teams usc for however you slice it could arguably be the best team in pac-12 basketball this coming season and they're going to the big 10 I I just don't know how else you say it, Mm -hmm. other than to say Gonzaga is the crown jewel of Big 12 expansion. It's a must have, and as we told you, first on March 3rd, Gonzaga basketball has a verbal invite, and we are told as recently as this afternoon that they are simply working out the logistics with Gonzaga basketball. I think the much grander question is what happens with Colorado and how do you, if you are, if you are the Big 12, how do you get this group of schools? And I know everybody loves to throw out, you know, everybody loves to throw out, well, it's the four corner schools. <laughs> I'm telling you, four corner schools don't exist. When you look at the the big 12 and expansion, they're not like, well, we've got to have the four corner schools. Look at the Dude, they're looking for six teams. We've told you this all along. Mm -hmm. The Big 12's not looking for four teams. The Big 12 is looking for six teams that deliver them. All four time zones that allow them to have reach because that's what the game in the Big 12 is. Everybody else in the Pac-12, they're playing checkers and they're looking for big paydays. What Your Yormark understands and why this whole theory of, oh, it's the four corners. It's not the four corners. It is the six teams that give the Big 12 the largest reach, not the biggest payday, the largest reach, the most fans in the most geographic areas where more people are going to watch TV. And why is that? Because that's where the dollar figure comes from. So you can go and chase your money in the Pac-12. What the Big 12 is looking for is reach. They want more homes, they want more geography. That's why the fourth time zone, everybody seems to forget this part, mm-hmm. right? Like, Bright Yormark has openly talked about the fact that he wants four time zones. He's got it with West Virginia, he's certainly got the central time zone, he's certainly got the mountain time zone, but what's the one time zone he doesn't have? He doesn't have the Pacific time zone. Does Does Arizona, Arizona State, and, and let's say Colorado and Utah, the four corner schools, does that deliver him the Pacific time zone? No, it does not. Now, some of the year Arizona does, but most of the year they do not. So you've gotta find somebody in the Pacific time zone. And I keep telling you, again, heard it over the weekend, keep an eye on Oregon State, they're everything that the Big 12 is looking for. Power football, competitive basketball, they bring you the fourth time zone, they have exquisite football facilities, They are investing in humans, they are investing in infrastructure. Oregon State is a great match. You know who's not a great match? San Diego State, SMU, Fresno State. Because there's no payday in those schools. And I love the fact that everybody's been talking about, oh man, paydays and uh, pro-ratas. Do people have no idea what a pro-rata is? Like there was a report that came out that lit Twitter on fire today about how Fox is not willing to pay. Do you understand that the Big 12's TV deal guarantees a payday for anybody that's a P5 member? A P5 school, San Diego State is a G5 school. So when you look at Gonzaga, for instance, G5 school, we told you back in March, Fox Sports has agreed to pay to bring Gonzaga into the Big 12. Now, why is that? Because it brings exponentially more viewers to a basketball game when Gonzaga's involved. Gonzaga. Period, point blank. It makes sense. Ask yourself this. Why would ESPN spend a penny more to bring in San Diego State? Because they've already got the the geography that you need, right? They already have that Pacific time zone if they bring in Oregon State. So ask yourself, hmm, we're a football, we're a football entity. ESPN has valued college football far more than basketball. College basketball valued by Fox sports. we know that, right? College football valued by ESPN. You already know that Brett Yormark has a very strong relationship across all of his, his media rights partners. ESPN's paying for football. That's what ESPN's paying for. So when you look at Oregon State, P5, they're going to pay for them. When they look at Utah, Colorado, the Arizonas, they're going to pay for them because they're all P5 members. The one question is Gonzaga. And as we told you all the way back in March, Fox Sports has agreed to pay a certain sum. I am not ready because sources have not confirmed to me that it's a full share, but they are ready to pay more money to bring Gonzaga in. Who's a WCC member? who no matter where they go, they're gonna get a significant raise. Mm-hmm. But I am, I am told that Fox Sports has agreed to pay significantly more money to bring in Gonzaga than they, than they are already paying. I think it, it makes perfect sense. But this idea that people you know, wanna, wanna talk about how ESPN's not willing to pay, the pro is not negotiable. Mm-hmm. It's not something where they're like, yeah, but it's Oregon State. <laughs> That's not how it works. The pro rata specifically says, according to our sources in the TV industry, if, if you bring in a P5 member as a new member to your league, we will pay a full share to bring them in. They will pay their full share. Now, but I would also remind you that ESPN isn't paying $31.7 million a year to Big 12 schools so when you when you understand and you've actually read the TV deal the way we have, mm-hmm. we understand the structure of that TV deal is not hey, ESPN pays everybody thirty one point seven million. They have their part of that thirty thirty one point seven million dollars, which I believe is twenty six million dollars. So I believe they're willing to pay twenty six million dollars to bring in Oregon State. They're willing to pay that's their share of the of the TV money so I would caution you against people who don't know what a pro rata is. Mm -hmm. I would caution you against people who don't know that the big 12 has been working and molding and building a business model where one, one revenue stream is basketball and another revenue stream is football and they are two different business operations they are business departments
0: And i think what's really fascinating is where have we heard this before too this whole concept of of different uh, different segments under one roof basically well we've heard this concept at espn right so like you know that tv partners are doing this where it's like okay hey disney is the umbrella parent company right owns all these different segments. ESPN is just one, what's called a vertical, right? You have one vertical here. And so when you look at the Big 12, what they're trying to do is they're trying to say, okay, hey, football is one vertical. We've got corporate sponsors all up and down football. That's right. But then basketball is going to be another one, which is why we're going to Rucker Park and we're trying to do, you know, Mexico and like all these different things. But again, if you really take the time to think about Gonzaga, it makes perfect sense, right? I... I would be a little surprised if they got a, a just a full-on equal share. I, I would be a little surprised by that, but I wouldn't be at all surprised that that uh, a TV partner would say to Brett Yulemark in the Big 12, yeah, definitely, we would be willing to, to pay more for Gonzaga because they're relevant. If you put them on TV, we know here at Fox, here at ESPN, wherever, whatever the TV partner is, we know that people are going to tune in for that so we can justify paying more money for this particular team San Diego State doesn't do that SMU doesn't do that right like Tulane doesn't do that any of these random schools and expansion Fresno State doesn't do that Gonzaga does that though so the TV partner is going to pay for that but it but I think people get tripped up on the pro rata because they want to say oh man well dude like Gonzaga is not a p5 so how could they possibly get more money Everything's negotiable to a certain point. So if 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 TV partner's willing to come to the middle a little bit, you can get things done. But guess what? A commissioner that knows how to operate is going to increase your odds of your TV partner coming to the middle as well. So if a TV partner trusts that Brett Yormark is giving them a good deal and is working with them in good faith and knows how to make money and can run the conference, you know, up and to the right instead of down and to the left, like right. someone in the Pac-12, right. they're gonna be more willing to come to the table and have those conversations. And that's part of the reason why I think the Pac-12 is really struggling here because nobody trusts a commissioner that's not allowed to do media availability. Nobody's gonna trust a guy that really isn't, it just isn't good at doing business. Like that. that's just simple logic. Like you wouldn't do that. So. That's why i say the gonzaga angle is not complicated it it just really is not that complicated and you look around you look at again this whole four corner schools concept or any of the other examples just apply logic to it and it pretty much pans out that the big 12 is going to add schools like it's just not rocket science
1: yeah and I, i i truly believe that the unknown is what is terrifying to people and i i I again just tell you there is no doubt in my mind, no doubt in my mind whatsoever, that these schools in the PAC twelve want to stay in the PAC twelve. And I think when you look at you look at the history of George Kliovkov and the things that he has said, I think he makes it very difficult, very, very difficult to to buy into this idea that the Pac-12 knows what it's doing or is competent, because I I take you all the way back to his statements on, you know, hey, are teams leaving, you know, for the for the Big Ten or any other teams, George, and this is September, I believe it's September mm-hmm. from the Kanzano Wilner podcast where George Kliavkoff said he's guaranteeing no other teams are going to the Big Ten. Does that mean you are you are confident that?
2: There will be no schools leaving for the Big Ten?
1: (laughs) Listen,
3: I think if schools would have left for the Big Ten, they would have left for the Big Ten already. And also what I will tell you is I'm very focused on things that are in my control, things that are not within my control. I find no value in spending time on.
1: I just that's so bad to me. So wait, like, what do you mean it's not in your control teams leaving your conference because you can't
0: put together a good TV deal as a commissioner, it's right? Crazy. Right. Because the cause again, the commissioner's job here is essentially in broad terms to make money for the conference and keep the conference in good health in a variety of different categories. But right now, obviously, it's been the TV deal. So what do you mean it's not in your control? What do you mean that you don't put time, effort, and energy into things that are not in your control? Because it seems like to me, this is very much in your control, George.
1: But I also go back to what he told Kenzano and Wilner about back-of-the-envelope calculations.
3: We think it creates hardship for the families of UCLA student-athletes and the UCLA alumni who want to attend conference games. Um... We, we, we've we kind of done back to the envelope calculations on the negative impact on UCLA expenses, travel expenses, and just expenses for coaching salaries and other things just to get to the average Big Ten athletic budget. And, um, you know, we, we think that uh, the incremental money they're going to receive from the Big Ten media rights deal will be more than 100% offset by additional expenses. So you end up taking that money that you earn, and it goes to, airline and charter companies and coaches and administrators, it doesn't go to supporting the student athletes. Um, And and obviously there's the negative impact on on Cal Berkeley that the Cal Regents I'm sure will take into account when they're considering this. Um, But again, outside our control, Um, that that will be a decision of the the Regents.
1: And the harsh reality that is setting in across the Pac-12. I think George Klyovkov played, played a major part in that. And I think George Klyovkov, from what I understand, has never been able to deliver on promises. He is that guy that over promises and underdelivers. Hey, we're gonna make sure that UCLA doesn't leave the league. They leave the league. You know, back of the envelope calculations. You know, our calculations say they're gonna lose money. Well, you know, in the end, it didn't turn out that way. Well- Back of no, the envelope calculations. Yeah, nobody wants, there's not a fan that I've talked to and I've talked to hundreds None of them want UCLA to leave. A real study was commissioned, and I don't remember the percentage, but overwhelmingly, it was in the 80s and 90s that yeah. USC and UCLA fans both wanted to be in the Big Ten. Like he's never been able to deliver on that. And you have you have media members that are just you know taking every inch of George Kliavkoff and being like, "Absolutely, you're our guy. We're getting 50 million dollars." And he's never been able to deliver half of that. Twenty-five million dollars. Because again, as we've reported on this show back to early December, twenty-five million dollars is a number. If you get twenty-five million dollars, I think nine out of ten of these these universities will stay in the in the pack twelve. I think you get twenty-four point nine nine million dollars, I think you're losing half the league. I think anything under twenty five million dollars, you're gonna lose half the league. Mm-hmm. And the other issue is you're in a position now where you can see the roadmap for the Big 12 to absolutely pull away now from the Pac-12. You add Gonzaga, it gives you the Pacific time zone. It gives you a basketball powerhouse. It gives you a business unit for college basketball. Like all the things that we've talked about for months and months and months. Folks, it's June, man. It, we're past Memorial Day. It's May 30th, May 30th. We've been telling you for six months, for six months now, that George is not going to be able to deliver the number. And we still haven't gotten a Pac-12 TV deal. And you can say, oh, well, we're just exploring. You're not exploring anymore. You're not. Like our sources have told us that quote unquote, a harsh reality is setting in in the Pac-12, which is why when you look at the situation with Colorado, um, they're absolutely, and have been talking to the Big Twelve. We told you, you'll remember that controversy with Rick George, the athletic director, several months ago, mm-hmm. where you had the 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 Twitter account, the bot account allegedly, you know, tweeting that the next day they were gonna vote mm-hmm. and the next day there wasn't even a meeting, and the next meeting was executive session only. And to vote on an issue, you would have to involve a public comment, period. And But what have we been telling you consistently? Colorado, the Arizona schools, Utah. I mean, these schools are having real formational conversations with the Big 12 mm-hmm. and have been for the better part of six months. What choice do they have? Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That's what they should be doing. And again, I, 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 I go back to Colorado because I think when you, when you look at Colorado's situation and everybody who shouted us down and hey, you guys don't know what you're talking about. You're damn right the tail feathers up a little bit today. You know why? Because you listen to the words of Rick George, Rick George essentially says exactly what we've been telling you for six months.
2: You know, we're we're members of the Pac-12. We're proud members of the Pac-12, and um, you know, we've we've got to see uh, where our media rights deal lands and and uh, where our conference goes. And you know, in a in a perfect world, we'd love to be in the Pac-12. And uh, but we also have to do what's right for Colorado at the end of the day. And um, you know, we'll evaluate things as we move forward. Ooh,
1: Rick George, the athletic director. Uh, at Colorado there. And and again, I don't know why people get so upset with that. We have heard so many people in the Pac-12 and Pac-12 apologists saying, none of these schools are leaving. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't. you're right, not yet. None of these schools are talking to the Big 12. Every one of them, every school, we have been able to independently confirm. You know the only two who really haven't had deep, long-ranging conversations with the Big 12? Oregon and Washington. And you know why? Because they're having deep, long-standing conversations with the Big Ten. Mm -hmm. As is Stanford and Cal, according to our sources. Mm -hmm. So you're looking at a situation where you have Rick George, the athletic director at at Colorado, standing up on camera saying, hey, we'd love to stay in the league, but we have to explore our options. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what we told you Colorado was doing all those weeks ago because Colorado knows that they need to make this decision before, before everybody goes away for the summer. Facts. You have to, because by the way, I would remind you, all of these college football programs, what did they all do now, today, yesterday and today? What were they all doing? Well, they were all bringing their guys back to campus because this is the time of year where football teams start getting back together. They start building chemistry. They start working out together. Mm -hmm. They start playing catch together. They start lifting and squatting and running and eating and climbing hills and doing all that great stuff where we never quit quit and we're brothers and that all starts this weekend. So now, really, you're in the football And I don't know how to break this to people. The football season started now, right? You, You go and look at all the major football teams in this country. This past weekend is a really important weekend for them. Yeah. Because it's essentially the the run-up to fall ball. It's fall camp, prep, preparation for fall camp now. Yeah. Right? So you can't believe that Colorado is going to wait until September 1st to make an announcement. Because what have we been telling you for a month now on this show? Our sources have told us, hey, they want to get this done before all of these Highfalutin education types go take their European, you know, vacations. Boom. <laughs> Out of here. And they go take their summer sabbaticals where they purge their minds and they, they go and grow as human beings like rich people Darkness do. Darkness retreats. Darkness retreats in the holes stuff, in the ground you know, and stuff. Yeah. That's what these people do. They don't necessarily care about football. But you know what they care about? They care about their time and they care about their lives, and they're not gonna answer their phone all summer long talking to their athletic directors about whether or not they're moving conferences. So when we talk about, hey, what's actually happening, I can tell you from sources that we've spoken to for months now that these these universities are ready to make a decision. They know the TV number, they know their TV options, and the thing that should really scare you if you are somebody that is a Pac-12 supporter and you are hoping that this conference lives on, mm-hmm. something that should scare you is they all know what their options are. They know what ESPN's willing to do. They know what the CW's willing to do. They know that Amazon's not willing to do this and Apple's not willing to do that. They know what the numbers are. George Klyovkov, the scary part is George has not been able to put together a package that gets him to $25 million. Which is why he's not presented one. Because if he doesn't get the twenty-five million dollars, he doesn't get ten people to sign a grant of rights. Mm-hmm. And as far as I'm concerned, I don't know that you can save Colorado. The other thing that I heard over the weekend that was kind of scary, I don't believe they can save Colorado. I don't. I think Colorado knows right now they are a they are an expensive item. Yeah. They know they can make money. They know they can go to the Big 12 and get paid. They know that Dion's bringing eyeballs to the program. Why do you think Dion is being so aggressive on Instagram, so aggressive on, tw- on uh, TikTok and YouTube? Because everybody's watching now. Speaking of going back to campus, what did Colorado yes. do this weekend? Yep. Colorado yep. moved their football players back into to their dorms this weekend. Yep. Right, so you start seeing all this stuff, and I'm sitting here telling you, if you haven't yet, you really need a buckshot because you gotta think saying, more clearly. You, got, you gotta think more clearly. And to do that, my friends, you gotta go to the official energy drink of the Monty Show. Crack them with me, baby. Have you not gotten the buckshot yet? Long-lasting, clean energy that's amazing in taste and even better in its ingredients. Cheers to you. Mm-hmm. mm <sighs> On and easy to. Buckshot's amazing, you guys. Uh, played a full weekend of golf this weekend. And I'll tell you, before we get to your comments on the Big 12, one, you need to hit the like button. But two, yeah. you guys know I've been working hard to like slim down, lose weight. I got on the scale this morning. After weeks and weeks of really working with Mrs. Monty and cooking at home and including my supplements – really working bucked up into my into my nutrition, so their greens, their collagen peptides, their proteins, their pre-workouts, their energy drinks that are zero sugar, their buck shots that are 100 milligrams of caffeine. And I've now, in the last five weeks, surpassed the 15-pound loss mark. Yes! And I, I, I'm telling you, I give so much credit. I give so much credit to bucked up because without Bucked Up, I I don't think I would have done it. Mm -hmm. I I just, I feel good. I play better golf, I I work out better, I stretch better, I sleep better, I eat better, I have better mental clarity, my performance on the show, my performance, you know, working, walking, thinking. I just feel better since I picked up Bucked Up on a daily basis across my day now. It's not just morning pre-workout. It's morning pre workout. It's morning greens. It's buckshot in the afternoon. I'm telling you, bucked ups in your life. And don't take my word for it, you guys. Go to the links in our description below and get your free six bucked up buckshots for free. They want to send them right to your door for free. You know something else I've added to my arsenal when it comes to nutrition? Bucked bars. And I'm telling you, the buck bars from Bucked Up Nutrition, spectacular. I'm really, thrilled. really good ingredients. And the, the the dates that are on this, this is why I keep showing you this graphic, low glycemic because they sweeten their buck bar with things like dates, natural occurring sweeteners. Because when you dump a bunch of sugar into something, it spikes your insulin. like yeah. You have all these natural responses to things that you don't even think about. Don't think about it because bucked up does. Buckedup.com, use the promo code Monty, get your free buck shots, six of them. Get your free bars, they give you a sampler pack. They're great, they'll send them right to your door for free. The links are in the description below. Let's get your comments in here. First one in today is Command HQ who gives us $5. Do the advocates help you craft all the clickbait titles to avoid legal claims? Saying a prestigious school like Gonzaga to the Big 12 is defamation. (laughs) <laughs> hey, <man. laughs> you you do you man we have i think we have been very clear about our position and i think we have been very straightforward in our reporting yeah uh we are not the ones out there who said that. hey it's a done deal and they're signing their contract we've never said that on this show and again i would just tell you Point blank with somebody like Command HQ, who, by the way, has never been here before, has never commented on the show, paid $5 to, to say that we're committing defamation, which means you don't understand the definition of defamation. So, you, can, you, can you say that like 50
0: times fast? You, I, I got a little confused.
1: Like, I don't think you understand the definition, definition of defamation. I really don't. Like, it is, it is hysterical to me that you're paying $5 to, I I don't know. Are you like, are you trying to like troll is so you paid us, you commented, you paid us to comment. You've watched the show to make sure we read your comment. All those things is telling YouTube that our show is good and more people are coming Mm -hmm. defamation, the action of damaging the good reputation of somebody slander or libel is the defamation. Definition. So let me get this right. So we're saying that the Big
0: 12 would like to add Gonzaga because Gonzaga is really attractive. They have this power basketball program. They've got, you know, not to mention, and again, I'm going to keep pointing this out every single time, nobody ever talks about the strength of their other sports. And I know that they don't generate a ton of revenue, but I'm telling you right now, it's great to have success in your other sports programs. So how is it that we're you know defaming would that be the word defaming gonzaga
1: the act of communicating false statements about a person that injures the reputation of that person
0: so help me understand how we're how we're committing defamation by saying that the big 12 likes gonzaga gonzaga likes the big 12. they've had really great talks uh we reported uh, march 3rd that they had a verbal invite and now all of a sudden everyone else is piling on the train.
1: Yeah, I don't I, know, man. I appreciate what was it? Five dollars. Thank you, sir. Thank you for I the five dollars. That. Yeah, that's what else we got? Uh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, conundrum says, stop using a golf cart, Monty. You can do it. Oh uh, no, some courses you need to use a golf cart, bro. Yeah, not yeah, every course not... Is, not every course are you able to walk. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Wilson says McGuire could be here for life with an eight and four average record. Okay. Uh, Okay, okay. that's fine. Um, Patrick Bourne says, Deion, who is a Dallas man who knows where the Big 12 headquarters are. Well, I mean, I I think Deion's made it very clear that he wants to dominate Texas. I don't think that's a, I don't even know that that's a a well-kept secret. Um, I mean, have you seen the hat the dude rolls around in? <laughs> like, no hat, no cattle. Have you seen the things that he said? Like, I mean, he absolutely is a guy that has made it very clear to me anyways, and I could be wrong, but I think he wants to, to, to be able to powerfully recruit Dallas, Oklahoma, yeah. Arkansas. He knows in the Pac-12 he can't do that. He knows he can't do that. Because in, in Dallas and in Texas in general, you're talking about the Big 12 in the SEC. That's who, that's who runs Dallas and, and Texas on the whole. I mean, if you're not TCU, if you're not Houston, if you're not, I mean, te- obviously Texas, Texas A&M. But if we're talking about the Big 12, and, and I think Baylor to a lesser extent, Texas Tech to a lesser extent. Mm-hmm. But if you're not a, one of the, the major brands in Texas, you're, you're not going to win recruits. Yeah. Point blank. The other thing is, if mom, dad, cousin, uncle, high school friends, coaches can't watch you on TV, I think it's going to be very difficult to dominate Texas or bring in Texas cool. talent to a place like Boulder.
0: Well, and think about what Dion's message to kids is. Hey, I'm Deion Sanders. I played in the league for however many years. Like, let me show you the way. But if the way is full of, hey, mom and dad, like he just said, can't watch you on TV and you can't get recruited, like it doesn't work for Dion. So you went through this massive transfer portal window where you rolled your roster over. Yep. You, you're doing all these awesome things. You need the, the the barriers in the walls to come down so that you can recruit your ass off so that you don't go one and 11 for the next five years. That's the thing.
1: Yeah. I think it's really interesting to see how all of this, all of this will play out with Dion. Yeah, Because I think it is, and, and again, I'm open to the idea I could be wrong about this. I think it's going to be a very steep hill to climb for Dion in Colorado in the Big 12. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's, it's very, and I think it's one of the major advantages of adding somebody like Gonzaga because, again, they, they, they bring you the Pacific time zone, but they already compete at a very high level yeah. in basketball and other sports, by the way, but they don't compete in football. So they don't have to, to have the drag of trying to fund a football department and win football games going into a conference like the Big 12. Yeah. And I don't care who you are in the Pac-12. I would even say this about, about Utah. I think Utah could compete for a conference championship day one, but they're going to have to probably staff up, and they're going to have to talent up. They're going to have to get faster faster. And they're going to have to get deeper at the skill positions mm-hmm. because it's a really difficult league to compete in. And I think you look at what Sonny Dykes did and you look at brands like TCU, you look at K-State, Kansas, you look at the surprising brands in the in the Big 12 that are competing at the top of that league. I think it's very difficult. I think it's one of the, the most attractive things about Gonzaga is they don't have a football team. Yeah, If you're Gonzaga, that's a huge gift. Because Gonzaga, I still maintain Gonzaga can go to any league they want. I, I think Gonzaga is a basketball. You can't tell me that the Big Tens, the SECs, the ACCs, those conferences, I think, would, would bend over backwards to add Gonzaga. Yeah. And I think a year ago, I think the Pac-12 would have been able to really compete well to add Gonzaga into the Pac-12. Well, obviously, the ecosystem's changed a little bit, right? But I think... Gonzaga and the Big 12 are a really strong match. I think they're a really yes. strong match. Yes. And I think Gonzaga comes in and, and really competes at a high level. Tom Dean uh, gives us $5 to say, just wanted to spend $5 to say thank you guys. Have a great show. Stop defaming
0: us, sir. Yeah.
1: Please. That's so funny. You, you spent $5 to not understand the definition of defamation. That's <laughs> <laughs> <just> crazy, <laughs> It's crazy to me. Um, Let's see. All right, let's go back to the top. Who was in first today? And I know we have a ton of comments. I know we have a ton of comments, but I think we have to go back to the top because I'm pretty sure that Truck Stop Gumby was the first one in today. In fact, he was. Truck Stop Gumby's the first one in. There you go. Patrick Bourne says, Gonzaga in Colorado soon. What does soon mean? I don't know what soon means. Uh, Patrick says Dennis Dodd reveals today any of the four corner schools that jump to the Big Twelve will get a full acumen of thirty one point seven million per team. Do you know the defi- definition of acumen?
0: What is this English class today? Yeah, I don't. I don't,
1: <laughs> I don't believe you're using the right word Sir? there, Patrick Bourne. The ability to make good judgments and quick decisions, typically in a particular domain. Okay. Um. A. I believe we've re- been reporting they would get a full acumen. <laughs> we've said for months that the, pro- the problem is, again, not to be redundant. I just don't think people either A, remember or know what pro rata means. I think most people don't understand it. Uh. Uh, that's just my guess. I think most That's people not don't understand. Hard that. to understand. That's the it's thing. Not. Like it's very simple. It it's it's really not. Nick M says, I know the pack tends to put their feet in their collective mouths every time they speak to us. Does anyone really think the crickets concerning the media deal indicate a deal north of twenty five million? I just think that there's not crickets anymore. Yeah. There's not crickets anymore. Yeah. I mean, you have people openly again, Rick George, the athletic director at Colorado, openly talking about looking for a different deal you know we're
2: we're members of the pac-12 we're proud members of the pac-12 and um you know we we've, we've got to see uh, where our media rights deal lands and and uh, where our conference goes and you know in a in a perfect world we'd love to be in the pac-12 and uh, but we also have to do what's right for colorado at the end of the day and um you know we'll evaluate things as we move forward
1: brian howell from buff zone with the interview right there of rick george athletic director at colorado i mean I don't even think people are being careful anymore. Like, I mean, that's a pretty damning statement. We have to do what's best for Colorado.
0: Well, how close is that to, to President Robbins at Arizona, who who what, yeah. m- a month or six weeks ago, whenever that was, you know, goes on the record and basically says the same thing. Like, hey, you know, I, I like, hey, I know what our number is. I know what their number is. I just got to make a decision. Like, like, look at this, man. But he painted a nuanced picture for Arizona, citing the school's proximity to the Big 12 footprint and that league's powerhouse basketball brand as the basis for,
1: quote, some affinities. Like, I know what the Big 12 number is, Robbins said. I just need to hear what the Pac-12 number is, then I can make a decision.
0: How is that, what what he just said, any different from what Rick George just said? I
1: I don't think it is. Like, is it not
0: one and the same?
1: I don't think it is. I, I really don't. Ron Loney says, the Flying J flyover conference. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, Aaron Wilson, who, by the way, Aaron, gifted a membership no, let, me, let me pull it out here. Hang on one second. Thank sec. you, Aaron. I always appreciate that. Appreciate that, Aaron. You know. Um, I, yeah. Uh, outside of Utah, a seven. I don't know what that means. Yeah, what does that mean, man? I don't know what that yeah, means. What does that mean? Uh, Ron McClure Monty telling lies. Arizona State and Arizona are Pacific eleven out of twelve games. He totally lied. Fact. Well, half half the year they don't change times. They, yeah. I mean, it, you, go check. The They're t- not a true Pacific time zone, bro. Do you in school? Do you not understand time? Ch- How are we? Why? Okay. <clears throat> Okay, like You understand Um, (laughs) that they don't change
0: time zones, right? You get that. Arizona, like the state of Arizona doesn't change time, right? So Are we really explaining this? Yes, sure. They shift, right? Because the whole country shifts time zones. So sure, they may be in the shaded area. That's the Pacific time zone. But they're not in the state of Washington. They're not in Oregon. They're they're not not, in California. They're not in California. They're not Pacific time zone. They're not Oregon State. They're not Gonzaga. They're not... I know SC and UCLA like that, like yeah, dude. Like, why do some days we Why do we show
1: up some days and people are just likes to fight? This is one of the craziest comments I have ever heard. And Ron's a long time,
0: dude. And I appreciate you, bro. But I I just don't understand what the we used
1: to live there, guy, for like five years. I know that
0: (sighs) it is inaccurate to say that Arizona is a pacific time zone school because i got news for you dude. no they're not ron they're not no they're a not. pacific time zone school no,
1: no they're not ron.
0: no they're not no they're not arizona is not on pacific time man they're on arizona time like uh, literally like that's not that's like they made that change so i'm not disagreeing that yeah sure they may be in alignment with pacific time right but then they are also in alignment with mountain time you you're missing the whole point here that, Hey dude, they're not in the Pacific time zone. 12 months out of 12 months. They're not a pack 12 after they dark on, school, bro. They
1: are on mountain time period all the time. It, it's as, as plain as I can put it. Like you really, you're trying to argue it. Like, I just don't understand it, dude. The uh, Let's see. The Big Lubbock says the Big 12 is losing two big baseball brands in Texas and OU, which helps the RPI of the conference. Okay, I don't care if Texas and Oklahoma ever play another baseball game. Uh, what I care about is they play big football games. And let's not spin Texas and Oklahoma for the Big 12. Those are huge losses. You're never replacing the brand or the revenue that Texas and Oklahoma generates. It's, so it's SC and UCLA. There's RPIs and baseball teams, and that's all well and good. But I'm telling you, that you cannot replace Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah. Because their their value to the brand is amazing. Truck stop Gumby says, guys, 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 did you know we both lose an hour and gain an hour of sleep every year? I mean, it's amazing.
0: <laughs> in the flyover conference.
1: <laughs> Lopes fan Gabe. Now, Lopes fan Gabe lives in Arizona. Arizona schools are mountain. <laughs> hey, what do you know? What do you say? What do you know? I, I'm just telling you. Uh, so at least half of their games are mountain. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Yeah, they are. It's fine. Uh, don't knock ESPN Plus. Big 12 subscription is most likely what led to ESPN's bigger deal. Okay. That's cool. That's that's cool. Uh, Big 12's the way, Saul Goodman <laughs> says. You okay know. okay Sebastian says legally they are on mountain standard time all year thank it, you it never changes. thank you dude it never changes <laughs> question sean mirzinski arguing about time zone i guess people just want to argue anything like <laughs> what are we doing is it because we're coming out of a a four-day weekend it, it could be or a three-day weekend for some people like it could be what, what, what in the hell uh DeLaric says, if there was a decent P5 school in Texas, oh, God, that was looking for Deion when he was available, he would have gone there. He saw Colorado was the next best choice. Well, I don't disagree with that. I don't just I think if I, I think if Deion Sanders wins at Colorado, he can write his own ticket.
0: Well, and let's not forget when anywhere he, he wants to go before he took the Colorado job. There was speculation about places like Auburn or, like, these second-tier SEC schools. And I think Prime understood, like, hey, I need to go to a situation where... I can look forward. Because I'm telling you right now, when Prime made his decision to go to Colorado, you cannot tell me that dude just skipped over the fact that, hey, Colorado might be jumping conferences in two seasons. Like, you don't just skip over that when you're considering situations. So that's why I say, like, his decision to go to
1: Colorado, yeah. this has been a strategy all along. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Provo Cougar fan, what's up? The state of Utah should shift back 30 minutes in November and then they stay there. Drive everyone else nuts. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Just be different. <laughs> Kurt Myers says, "Live on Tulsa time." That's yeah, what, you know what's wrong with Tulsa time? Yeah, uh, it's fair. What's up? Oh, you and Texas women's softball is really good too. Well, yeah. Oklahoma, I think, has won 48 straight games. A lot, a lot. Yeah, they're 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 awfully good. I I would. You, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Don't feed the troll. Gash Blitz says, "Yeah, I probably shouldn't." Owen Lovell says, "People just want to be obstinate for whatever You're reason." You're not
0: even wrong. You're you not
1: know. wrong, man. Uh, Sebesta I can't help to think this time zone debate is George Klejovkov's fault. the totally calculations. Totally agree. <laughs> totally agree. <laughs> Aaron Wilson, Colorado made Deion an offer he couldn't refuse. Hey. And and I think Colorado. I think Colorado has shown to be really business savvy. I think when you look at the way that they hired Dion, and the, for the first time in, I don't remember how long they made money on their spring game. Yeah. Colorado turned a profit on their spring football game. Yeah. How many people can say that? <clears throat> right, Dion, Dion's been nothing short of, of a win. He's been transformative for them and not just football. He is putting them on TV. He is putting them in prime time. Now, if they go one in 11, I think you're going to have to buckle your seatbelt. But that's why I still maintain, man, you have got to have, you have got to have, absolutely got to have a deal either with the Pac-12 for TV or a deal to move to the Big 12 by the time... And I would tell you it is now. But, yeah, but certainly by the time football kicks off, no doubt, I would tell you it's got to be in the next week to 10 days because I just think you're not going to drag these people into their, into their summer breaks because these people do not want to have, well, hey, I got a call from ESPN today. They're willing to put our tier 26 game on ESPN The Ocho. That one in channel the Ocho. when they play it once a year on the Ocho, we can because play garbage. You know, our our violin like league ball team, like they don't want those phone calls in the summer, dude. They really don't. No. Uh It's fair says uh, gives us two dollars to say could Gonzaga bring back football if they go to the Big Twelve? I don't know why you would Gonzaga. It's expensive. It is not easy to do, and it is not easy to staff up, recruit up. Like I, I just don't. I think Gonzaga is wildly, wildly in command of their brand. Like, they know who they are. Yeah. They know what they do. And listen, in the WCC, they have dominated that league. They, They have. And it's been a good home, in my opinion, for Gonzaga. But in my opinion as well, Gonzaga's ready for that next jump. Mm. Revenue wise, reach wise, com- competition wise. I just go back to that game in San Diego where they played Michigan State on an aircraft carrier. Epic. They're ready, man. They're ready. They recruit well, they play well, they win like Don't don't fix something that ain't broke. Yeah. Like BU get
0: paid more money cuz that's the thing. They don't need to add football to, to like Yeah, if you want to get a full share, you probably need to add football. But coming from from their conference now to the Big 12, they're going to improve their position they're going to make more money. So, again, this was the whole San Diego State argument a couple weeks ago. Hey, no matter where we go, or, you know, we're going to go somewhere, right? It's just a matter if it's the big or the pack. You know, we're going somewhere. Like, for San Diego State, it doesn't matter where they go because they're going to get paid more money, right? The difference is with Gonzaga, they're a coveted program on the basketball court. Coveted. Yeah. Any conference would want them. And so that's how they're able to leverage and get paid a little bit more than they probably should. That's so they don't need to add football.
1: Yeah, I just think I think Gonzaga has earned the right to to move up. Yeah, I think they have competed, and I think that they have executed at a very high level. And I, I well, I don't think there are announcements imminent. I don't think there's any doubt that what we've been talking about with Gonzaga is absolutely true. I mean. You, you just know the value of that brand and why just ask yourself, why would the big 12 not want to add that brand?
4: Yeah.
1: Why would they not want to add that brand? Yeah. And the answer is, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. Jake Nelson. Uh, thanks for being a member. Jake, Colorado gave prime the keys. They did. Absolutely. And I wish more people would do that. If you're going to bring somebody like prime in, give him the keys, get out of the way, let him do his job. That's what you have to do. And I know he's had controversies, this praying and making kids pray. And you knew that before he got there. He did that on his, on his Amazon Prime show where he— In God's
4: name, image, and likeness.
1: Is he perfect? No. Will he win games? I have no idea. But you brought him in, you have absolutely got to let him go.
0: By the way, isn't it a risk-free hire? If, if, if Deion Sanders flames out— like, is anyone going to be like, oh, you hired Dion. You're an idiot. No yeah. one's going to say that. No one's going to say that. They're going to say, wow, man, like, yeah, I totally agree with hiring prime and really surprised it didn't work out. And, and you know, let's just keep moving forward. Yeah. You're good.
1: Yep. Uh, Truck Stop Gumby says back of the envelope uh, timekeeping. Back <laughs> of the envelope calculations. We are arguing. <laughs> we are arguing about what time? Just Google search. Trust me. Trust me. I lived there for five years. How dare you? Google search Arizona time zone, and it will tell you mountain time zone. You guys, <laughs> did, where did you go to school? Did you go to Round Lake Senior High School? It certainly sounds nothing, like no Seminole, thanks for being a member. Found some bucked up in Wheatland, Missouri this wow, weekend. Wow, let's go. Hey, hey. Let's go. Had blood razz and it's damn good. It really is, though. You had blood razz and it's damn good. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. Cougar tracks. We get to save an hour with daylight savings time. My wife hates it. Man, you fall back an hour. It is the single greatest day of the year. Yes. It truly is. Ron McClure, Anaheim and Phoenix, same time right now. You're missing the point, my guy,
0: bro, Ron, dude. You're missing. the... We're not having a conversation about whether.
1: That's because Anaheim moved up an hour. They moved. They moved up an hour. Did 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 Phoenix move up? No. Fe- that's because they're dude. always on Mount. They're they're always. They don't change their like mountain. They, they don't fall back or they just stay the fucking same. Like it. <laughs> And look at me. My- dude, it quite literally, it's not rocket science. Ron, dude. Stop. Bro. I, I, I'm not doing it anymore. Bro. I'm not doing it anymore. I, Crack, uh, ice, boom, boom pow. I, you, you guys let me know how that goes. Take your gummies and relax. <laughs> Good Lord. Outside the echo chamber. Colorado was done with the pack model when they hired Prime. I could think that's be. a really interesting point, man. Could be. Absolutely could be. There's. I cannot believe we're having a conversation about the time zone that Google is a beautiful thing. We like Google. A lot. I love this
0: concept. I love and I, I know I got moving, but the idea that you have to explain, hey, Anaheim and SoCal, or really all of California, moved up an hour. And so that's why they're on the same time as Arizona is amazing to me. I just
1: Because Arizona doesn't change. <laughs> I quit. I, you know what I need? Yeah, I know what time it is. You know <laughs> what I need? I absolutely need uh. some marinara meatballs. At Papa Murphy's, we do
4: more than just pizza. We do meatballs and marinara.
0: Papa Murphy's, does meatballs?
4: Oh, oh, I think you mean I do the meatballs and marinara?
0: And how do you do it, Dad?
4: How do I do
0: it? How do I do it?
4: Uh, well, we do it with savory ground beef covered, covered
0: in tang- tangy marinara.
3: That's how, honey. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza. And
1: don't forget the meatballs. Order now at
3: PapaMurphy's.com.
1: You guys, oh, dudes. Um, Papa Murphy's Pizza. Use the promo code PRONCI25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Download the Papa Murphy's app. Uh, Make sure you guys hook it up. Um, It's so easy. You can order your pizza at 4 in the morning. Pick it up at four in the afternoon. All through the Papa Murphy's app. It'll be on the to-go rack, ready to go when you walk in. You get the marinara meatballs. You get the, the pizza. Now, again, traditional crust, barbecue sauce, and then put whatever you want on top of it. Don't mess it up. Thank me later. Papa Murphy's Pizza. Use the promo code MATI25 to get 25% off your purchase at $25 or more. You guys, so I'm super excited. So you know we're going to the RSL match. Yeah uh two weeks from from saturday this past saturday yes and we have a custom shirt being made for this and i just got the artwork on this custom shirt you guys it's ridiculous Boom. it is so good like yeah it's fire you you do you, do you, do you uh, let me let me take a look you yeah. have to love that the cu- the artwork for this t-shirt gonna be, is amazing yeah it's absolutely amazing dude that's slick yeah, yeah, here you yeah. Go. That's, I'm that's super stoked. Slick. At some point, Let's we'll show go. it to you. That's amazing. That's going to be amazing. Let's. Go. By the way,
0: by I the way, yeah. uh, you know, so there's like four spots left. By the way,
1: yeah, and Mike Maple says he's going to um, Big O Tires in American American Ford tomorrow, which will mean three spots left. Yes. Right? Yes. So we're going to announce it on Friday. Yep. And so I'll tell you about it coming up in 15 minutes, but it's going to be this T-shirt. It's worth it alone to go to get the T-shirt. It is absolutely worth it on its own. The Monty Show is always presented by the Advocates, theadvocates.com, UtahAdvocates.com. Um, I know that you guys, you know, we're all out, we're all active. Um, we unfortunately saw a bunch of accidents this weekend. Um, and it's, it's a tough time to be out there. It was great to see all of our, our, our law enforcement on the roads trying to keep us all safe, but the inevit- inevitable is gonna happen every day in this country. You're gonna get in an accident. You're gonna fall off your bike. You're gonna get hit while riding your motorcycle. You need to have a plan of action when you know that something is a, a good possibility. And I mean, bless you if you're out there riding a motorcycle, a bicycle, a scooter. At some point, you're gonna get hit on that bike or you're gonna fall off that bike. You gotta have a plan. The advocates at the advocates.com, utahadvocates.com, that's your plan. Because the thing that separates the advocates is their experience, and what that experience means to you is peace of mind. You can trust that the advocates have seen your case before because nothing that comes their way is surprising. Nothing that comes their way is unknown because they have years, decades, and decades of experience with attorneys that are experienced in your particular case. They have the best accident injury attorneys. They have the best workmen's comp attorneys. If you're fighting for social security or entitlements, for your family, your grandmother, your mom, your dad, they have attorneys who have fought all of those cases and they fought them well. So much to the point where you never come out of pocket to pay the advocates. You don't pay the advocates unless and until they win your case, at TheAdvocates.com, UtahAdvocates.com. Click on a button on their website. You can chat with an attorney live online for free. TheAdvocates.com, UtahAdvocates.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on The Monty Show. Uh, Joey Zay says, hit the like button. Yes, absolutely, hit the like button. We try to get to 200 likes. uh, Every show, we're at 145. We've had well over 2,000 views on the show today. If you could hit the like button, that would be amazing. Ron McClure, LOL, all of Arizona is daylight. Don't be crazy. We're still arguing bro, over the time dude, in Arizona.
0: Ron, how are you so confused?
1: Arizona is not in daylight savings uh, time, bro. I love it. I love it. Uh, Nick M says, Hawaii does not follow daylight savings time either. Okay. <laughs> okay. If somebody could just run down the the spit that I just threw out, uh, if somebody could run down the the where the time changes in the country and uh, Rick Forrester says it's 5:02 in God's country. Okay. 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 Uh, Jeremy Callahan, is there some airbrush stylized Mandalorian artwork on that shirt? Uh, no. It's funny you say airbrushed. I don't know. I mean, I I don't know that we're trying to hide it. I, I'll, how about I just hold my phone up? How about I just hold my phone up? Come on, man. Look at the artwork on the exclusive Monty Show shirt. Yeah, dude. That you get. When you go to the game with us, that's amazing. That shirts that's going to be amazing. Amazing. Yep. Not only that, but the fact that I'm the one kicking the ball and Jake's trying to make the save is amazing to yes. me. Yes, that is amazing to me. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, all right, let's uh, recap our day in news for you because I know a lot of you are just tuning into the show. Um, there have been reports, and we have been able to confirm reports for you. Um, first of all, we reported on March 3rd, um, that we were told by sources that Gonzaga had a verbal invite. Hey, we'd like you to come and join the conference. Let's get through the process. Right. That's what we reported. Go back. It's on the channel. You can go and see it. Gonzaga lo and behold, Ross Dellinger at Sports Illustrated reported uh, yesterday, I believe it was, Mm -hmm. um, that, hey, look at that. Your Mark began conversations with the school several months ago as part of his pursuit to expand the conference and add value to what is already the country's strongest college basketball league. Gonzaga Basketball is a national powerhouse under coach Mark Few, making eight Sweet 16 appearances since 2015. Oh, so, Brett Yormark began speaking with the Big 12 several months ago. And we reported that on March 3rd. So, multiple reports now nationally have confirmed what we reported in March. Mm-hmm. That the Big 12 and Gonzaga University are... University of Gonzaga? Gonzaga God, why, why? University. See, see, it's first Gonzaga. It was- Gonzaga. I like Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Stop, stop it. <laughs> you're being... <laughs> see, you are stirring the pot of hate and distrust. Well,
0: you know, you know I, I just want to switch no, no, topics wait,
1: from what time it is to wait, how you say Gonzaga. Well, don't forget we're defaming Gonzaga that, well, by calling right, them right. Gonzaga, yeah, that's apparently. Right. That's right. Um, opposition. You know, my point is... Oh, God, they updated my handicap. Well, who's... No. Wait, what? Man, we ain't doing... It. I can't... I can't... My heart hurts already. Anyway, the <laughs> point is... The point is um, that I think we are we are well down the road of seeing significant change in college athletics when it comes to realignment. Um, we you know we play, we showed you the statement from Dave Hickey, the um, athletic director at Arizona, um, who when asked about you know this conference and a move into a new phase. We'd like to be with the Pac-12 and continue the great tradition of the conference, but if not, there will be a new landscape and a new opportunity for the University of Arizona. So that's one. And then you just continue, and you hear from Rick George, the athletic director at Colorado, who says... We got to do what's best for the. Buff. You know, we're
2: we're members of the Pac-12. We're proud members of the Pac-12, and um, you know we we've, we've got to see uh, where our media rights deal lands and and uh, where our conference goes. And you know, in a in a perfect world, we'd love to be in the Pac-12. And uh, but we also have to do what's right for Colorado at the end of the day. And um, you know, we'll evaluate things as we move forward. Oh. So you're that's
1: you're, you're hearing this on a regular basis now. You're hearing about these athletic directors and administrators who who know that there is a struggle and it is real. And you know what you you, you go back to you know this idea that we haven't heard from George Klyovkov for six months, seven. I think seven months.
0: Now you haven't heard him do media since basketball media, or uh, football media day. I know,
1: I think it's basketball media day in October when he sat up and talked about, you know, USC and UCLA students and haven't heard from one person who's in favor of the move. And I just think it's been a difficult stretch of PR for the Pac-12. And you hear somebody like Ray Anderson, the athletic director at Arizona State, talking about how he's confident. And I go back to, you know, Kirk Schultz at Washington State. You know, talking about, hey, you know what? The optics right now are bad for a TV company or a broadcast company to announce a deal with the Pac-12. Why
4: is it dragging on so I long? Mean, I think it's just the
0: environment. It's the uncertainty in the economy, uh, the layoffs in the tech sector and other places. I mean, look at the major media companies have almost all laid off people. And so have some of the major players in the tech sector. And you know, I know at least one
1: of the partners we were talking to said we're ready to sign today, but the optics of us announcing that we're laying off X number of people and we signed you know this multi-million
4: dollar deal with the Pac-12 are just simply not the best. So we're going to have to wait six weeks. Now, I'm not sure if six weeks make that much difference or whatever your time frame is, but clearly
1: the optics was something that those groups are really worried about.
0: Oh, dude, so wait. wait, wait, wait is this not like someone saying yeah you know i was just busy tonight sorry i couldn't make it the optics are bad for espn and then they go and sign pat mack for 150 million dude get the hell out of here with this dude like like this guy and 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 look washington state great program great university nothing to do with the university kirk schultz is off his rocker If he thinks ESPN gives a damn and really Disney gives a damn about optics because they don't care, dude. They will leave the state of Florida. They will sign Pat McAfee. They will do it all. They don't care, man. They don't like it's, it's beyond me that this guy continues to run that narrative out there.
1: Yeah. And I think the particular hard part is that the momentum is just never, never returned since USC and UCLA left. And now you hear all these reports about Colorado, and you hear all of these reports about Gonzaga and the Four Corner Schools, and you're throwing out all these these words. But the thing that I think you have to ask yourself is, how did we get here, and what is it going to take to save the Pac-12? And again, I think the last couple of weeks we've all started to come to the side of I, I don't think there's there is saving the Pac-12. We've heard that the morale is low. We've heard that. You know, the energy at the meetings in Scottsdale were exceptionally low and there was no excitement. And I mean, it just continues this snowballing effect of, hey, this is a problem right now. And I don't I don't think there's coming back from this. I, I, I truly do not. And I don't think you're gonna get one team that's gonna jump. I think what you're gonna see is, if a Pac-12 team is to leave the Pac-12 for the Big 12, it's gonna be a group of teams that are gonna leave the Pac-12 for the Big 12. I think that's how this is gonna play out. And I think we are are not anymore inching towards that. I think we are leaping and bounding towards that. Because again, we've heard repeatedly, hey, they know the number, they know the players. They're not able to meet the bar. And so they continue in the Pac-12 to push to try and meet that minimum bar, which we've heard all along, hey, it's $25 million. Right. Heard that all along for a long time now. And I just don't think there's ever a way forward when your leader, who in this case is George Klyavkov, doesn't have control of, of the people around him. And when you hear about Oregon and Washington, you know, being vetted and cleared, well, that tells you that a significant member of that conference and President Kose at Washington has had deep, long conversations with the Big Ten. That hurts because President Kosse, whether whether you like Washington or you have to respect the job she's done, and she has not said two words this entire time. We've asked her repeatedly to join us. They have not said two words about it, right? And it's because you're in a situation where, where you're, at, you're at a tipping point in this conference. Mm-hmm. The wrong word pushes you in the wrong direction. And I think people like President Kosse at Washington understand that. And I think people like Gonzaga understand that. I think people like the WCC understand that. I think people like Brett Yormark understand that, which is why you don't see him out on every corner with a sign up in the air inviting Pac-12 schools. I think we've heard about how the Big 10 doesn't wanna be the you know, the killer of the Pac-12. Like people care about their reputations. People care about decorum. And the other thing I would say, and especially at universities like Gonzaga, especially at Pac-12 universities where academics is far beyond athletics. It's mm-hmm. far more important. You have people who respect decorum. They respect ethics. They respect the way that business is done. So they're not just gonna come out and speak out of turn. It's, to me, it's just truly, truly, truly important that this gets done the right way. Because I think there are billions of dollars on the line. So, and I, look, maybe I make too much out of it. Keaton Critchlow says that logo is fire. That logo is fire. And when he's talking about is our t-shirt logo uh, for our event at Real Salt Lake versus NYCFC, June 10th. We are just now 11 days away. It's a week from this Saturday. Um, and all you have to do is go to Big O Tires and American Fork. You guys, they have worked on my car. Um, They did a great job with my tint oil change like they have done so much work on the Jeep Grand Cherokee And they've just done a really good job every single time you take your car and whether it's for tires Whether it's for you know a tune-up and oil change and alignment They do great brake jobs at American Fork Mm -hmm. Big O tires, right? Anything you need they can handle it on your car. You can trust them Because it's a local business. Ryan, who's the owner of Big O Tires and American Fork, is a local businessman providing for his family, giving back to his community. That's what is, in my opinion, that's the essence of a great local business. That's what Big O Tires and American Fork is all about. You go in there, you spend a dollar, just get an oil change. We have three spots left. Three spots. If by Friday, three people haven't gone in and gotten oil changes or tires or brakes, hey, we're gonna announce three people who went to Super Chicks in Ogden on Riverdale Road or St. George because we've had so many people understand the greatness of the Super Chick sandwich. Yes. So yes. many people.
0: Right, and you know that you should be getting the Bacavo. I mean, you know that. Here like, know. it's the best
1: sandwich. It's not even close. Don't start. Like, we all know that. Don't start. So, you it's, know. Uh, trust me when I say you don't want to light the fire, but I'm just telling you, this shirt is going to be amazing and the only way to get it, there it is right there, the only way to get it, that's the t-shirt you get when you join us at Real Salt Lake versus NYCFC next Saturday. It's a week from this Saturday and it's going to be awesome. And there's only 15 of those shirts being made. Get to Big O Tire in American Fork or Super Chicks in Ogden and St. George. All you have to do is say, hey, Monty, here's my receipt. Hey, here's a picture of my chicken sandwich at Super Chicks. On Riverdale Road in Ogden or in St. George, what's up in the GZ? Or go get an oil change. Go buy a set of tires. Go get your brakes done. Go get your tint done. At Big O Tires in American Fork. And Super Chicks on Riverdale Road in Ogden or in St. George, they are your presenting sponsors of our RSL CFC giveaway. And by the way, did I mention we're going to be in the Zag Club for that game? So good. It's going to be so much fun. Zag Club, on-field experience, like... Yep. It is you're gonna get all the it's a gourmet buffet, all you can eat and drink, alcohols excluded. We're gonna take you onto the field for pregame warm-ups with RSL. Like it's gonna be an amazing experience. You get one of only 15 t shirts being made. It's gonna be awesome. And all you have to do is go to Super Chicks on Riverdale Road in Ogden. You're you can get a pacavo if you want. It's fresh avocado. Everything there is made fresh. It's bomb. I tell you to get the deluxe because the pickles, the onions, the tomato, the lettuce, they're all chopped every day in-house. Yes. Or go get your brakes or oil done at um, Big O Tires and American Fork. Uh, Jeff Johnson, g How the heck are you, doing? Dude? dude, G-Off. Good where are you been, you. bro? Gives us $2 to say just the tip. It's cock. okay Okay. Uh, Drew Christensen says the Bacabo is the best sandwich at Super Chips. Let's go, see? Drew.
0: That's my guy right Drew, there. you
1: say hurtful things, Drew. Let's go. You say hurtful things. Now,
0: Drew, you, you you get a chance to to prove yourself here. Mountain time or Pacific time, bro? What time you on right now? Stop.
1: Don't mess it up. Stop.
0: Do not mess it
1: up. Bob, Bob Holsey, but none of the Pac schools want to leave the conference except Oregon, Washington. I don't, but see, you say they want to leave. None of them want to leave. Yeah. None of them want to leave. People None don't
0: understand this. Don't get this confused. Want versus
1: need. Nobody wants to leave. They would prefer to stay. But I they think will. It's, a, it's exactly what Rick George said. If we had our preference, we would stay in the Pac-12. Yeah. But we have to do what's best for Colorado and that means exploring our
2: options. You know, we're, we're members of the Pac-12. We're proud members of the Pac-12. And, um, you know, we've, we've got to see uh, where our media rights deal lands and, and uh, where our conference goes. And, you know, in a, in a perfect world, we'd love to be in the Pac-12. And uh, But we also have to do what's right for Colorado at the end of the day. And, um, you know, we'll evaluate things as we move forward.
1: Yeah, they want – I don't think any of these schools – if you handed them $40 million, they, they would be like, yeah, great, let's do it. Hand them $25 million, I think they'd be like, great, let's do it. Yeah. But I don't think he can get to that number. And you hear somebody like Rick George talking about being a proud member of the Pac-12. He has no reason to go out of his way to say that. He has no reason to go out of his way to say that. Yeah. Like, what does he gain by saying we're proud members? What does he gain by that? I don't think he gains anything, and I think when you when you look at, um, you know, you look at Dave Hickey from Arizona. He said the exact same thing, the exact same thing, you know that that certainly the hope. Who knows? Whenever you print the results, but we'd like to be with the Pac-12 and continue the great tradition. Yeah, that's exactly right. You notice the messaging is all the same. Everybody has. said, Why would they go out of their way to say that? They're because they. I think. I don't think I know they want to they wanna be there. Truck Stop Gummy. I'm a proud member of the Monty Show Group. Hey, Damn right, Truck Stop Gummy. Truck Stop. Drew Boom. Christensen says Mountain Time. Ding. Thank you, Drew. Good job, Thank you. dude. Good job. I'm proud of you, Drew. You've yeah. grown up a lot in this world and stuff. Uh, Jimmy says no one wants to leave the Pac-12. Every team would go to the Big for the money. No one wants to have uh, to go to the Big 12. No one wants to go. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But they will. You know. They will. Um, let's see. Gary. Mark Harlan surely has to be let go for his uh L takes after we join the the twelve. Well, <laughs> I I I am curious what happens. I am curious what happens with, with Utah. Mark Harlan, the athletic director at Utah, in response to John Kurz, who said the Pac twelve had a standalone game on Friday night which huge playoff implications their biggest brands playing and was almost three and a half million behind two non OU Texas big 12 teams to which Mark Harlan, the athletic director tweeted, we are not leaving. Um, And that was in um, December. Right. And then he also says, give me a break to Dennis Dodd on March 9th, big 12 ready. To pounce on four corner schools as doubts creep in about the Pac 12's viability. That was on March 9th. And he said, Give me a break. I'm sure Mark Harlan's a great guy. He is, and he's you know, a really good and,
0: administrator. And and yeah, I'm sure he's great at his job. You he know, is. Utah is in a great position, uh, having a lot of success, by the way, in in all types track and field, softball. Like they've got all kinds of stuff happening in athletics, doing amazing work. Honestly, genuinely, they are. But I think that in December there was a lot of frustration in the conference with people at Mark Harlan's level and above. I, we saw it at multiple institutions. There was a lot of that type of sentiment, and I think that that you know, unfortunately, this is the direction the conversation's gone. And and, and again, I'm I'm not going to sit here and. And rip Mark Harlan for for tweeting that stuff. Did I disagree at the time? Yeah. I I I don't think it's a good use of of his time to be on Twitter saying those kind of things or like just participating in the conversation that way. But that's not really my business. He's gonna do what he wants to do, and I'm fine with that. But ultimately, like again, I will die on this hill. Utah's a valuable brand to the pack and to the Big 12. Utah can win the Big 12 in football right now. Like, don't don't get confused on this. They can beat TCU right now, right here, right now. So, to me, when I look at that, yeah, is are the running Utes good? No, they're not good. If you were in the Big 12, I guarantee you they'd get better more quickly, right? They'd have a reason to, to get better. Access to more talent. Right? Like, you
1: would have access to more talent. Because, you, you know, I think that's, a, that's an incredible point. Yeah. Because what's not happening in the Pac-12 right now? you're not recruiting you're not recruiting you're not doing anything how are you recruiting for 2024 and beyond right now in the pac-12 think, football basketball women's softball tennis pickleball skiing your mom like you think how Dion, are you recruiting
0: you think Dion's recruiting on the current tv deal because i can tell you right now he's not i believe and this is just my opinion not sourced information just totally my opinion I believe that Dion's recruiting on a story he's telling about going to the big 12. That's I my would agree opinion. with that. I don't think that you behave the way he's behaved in the transfer portal and you, you are this far out there with video content and, and being that aggressive with sharing the message. If you weren't confident that you were going to a better situation that if you weren't like, Hey, rubber stamp, this thing, we're going somewhere better. That's right. There's no way that that kids would be coming to his team in in the amount that they are if they didn't have something to look forward to. So that's why I say, yeah. again, that's my opinion, but I just have a tough time believing the guy rolled over his entire roster recruiting on on the Pac-12's lack of a TV deal. Like, I just can't... That just
1: doesn't compute. I, I just don't know. You know, Gary, I think that's a really thoughtful comment. I, I wonder... I wonder how damaging... How damaging is is Pac-12 unity right now? I'm curious. What are you saying behind <coughs> closed doors? What are you saying to recruits? Because it's out there on message boards. It's out there on Twitter that recruits are being told, hey, you, you know, yeah, no. Um, yeah, hey, uh, we're not going to be, uh, let's say no. could be in a different conference. QT, don't tell anybody. Could Under be the radar. Different, yeah. Under the truck stop conference.
0: Yes, About, under the Flying J, we'll
1: meet. You know, just, just, you know, under the under the truck stop conference. Look up if there's airplanes. We stayed in the Pac-12. If there's trucks going by, we're in the Big 12. Okay? I guess that's Pac-10. You know, just you know, look for the air of the flyover conference. Yeah. Okay. All right, we should stop. Uh, Jimmy, <laughs> Oregon is recruiting right now, but on what? On the on the Big Ten. The Big 12, the Pac-12, like, how are they recruiting? I think it's a really interesting question. I think it's a really interesting question. How is that happening? You know, like, well, conundrum, come along for the ride, Dion says. Come along for the ride. I think that's, you know what, conundrum? You ain't wrong. Jeremy Callahan. We want to be in the Pac-12 no matter how bad the impact financially on the university how are, they, how are they okay to just do that?
0: Well, I don't. I don't think they're okay to just do that.
1: I don't. But, but I... is that just the, is that just like, you know, coach speak? Is that just politics? Because I, I can't imagine, you can't tell me that Taylor Randall at Utah is like, yeah, the Mountain West, uh, you know, we're old friends. No. No. Hey, Gloria, it's Taylor Randall. Like, you can't, you, you
0: don't, you you're don't, don't operate I mean, like you, that. Okay,
1: listen, Taylor Randall
0: is not sitting here not caring about where his where his athletic program is going that's not it's just not how the guy operates i mean i'm telling you when you've got a legacy head coach in your football program like kyle whittingham and you have you have history in other areas of your athletic department and you see an opportunity because i firmly believe and i've always said this whether we're talking educators or athletic directors voice said this these people aren't stupid These people didn't get to this level in life by being dumb, right? Like these are really intelligent people who know how to operate. Now, is there a conversation around educators and board of regents type people being uh, out of the loop on how powerful streaming is or the fact that YouTube is the largest video platform in the world? Yes, there's a conversation around that. But I don't think there's a conversation around the fact that they can look at a PL sheet and know that the big 12, the schools in the big 12, right. when it's all said and done, are going to make 50 mil with the TV deal and playoffs and everything combined. At the end of the day, they're going to make 50 plus million. And right now in the pack, you're going to make 30 if you're lucky. No, that's not confusing. That's not difficult to understand. 50 is bigger math. than 30. That's right? easy math. So that's what I'm saying. like, for, for folks like Taylor Randall, it's really quite simple to understand. The difficult part, and this is the thing that people hate to hear, is that the money that Utah makes educationally and that some of these other schools make educationally far surpasses what athletics will ever do. And they have to consider that. So Utah or let's say Colorado is never just going to go alone. Colorado is not going to get on the U-Haul truck and drive out there alone. They're going to do it in a package deal. And are, you, Utah, are you sure and Utah would be the same? Like I love this concept. People are like, hey, hey, Colorado and Prime. They're they're going to pack up the team bus yeah. and they're going out there alone. No, they're not, no, man. They're not. There's a plan. I'm telling you.
1: I I think the relationships in the conference are too tight. I yeah. think guys like Rick George and Mark Harlan. Or, I mean, these yeah. relationships are not, you know, I mean, some of these guys are not best friends, but they certainly work well together. Mm-hmm. They like working together on an institutional level. It, there would be no reason. I, I just can't see these guys laying around, you know. I, I Yeah, I don't know, man. I It, it could be. A, it, it'll be very interesting. It'll be very interesting to see how all this plays out. Very interesting. Cam Harrison, what's up with you? Says good afternoon, guys. Good to see you. Dick the Bruiser says Utah football is major league of football. Agreed. I don't disagree with that at all. Victor's the way. Cougar Tracks. We're all meeting at the Y, the center of the universe. <laughs> but you know what the interesting thing is? Isn't Utah out out recruiting against BYU, especially in in, you know, in the in the footprint near and adjacent to Utah? Yeah and who's got a more stable future? Well, BYU does.
5: Yeah.
1: Even if you're even if you're, you know, talking about, you know, serving missions or honor codes or any of the usual slander that gets tossed at BYU. Right. But we're in the Big 12. We're on major TV. We're on we're playing in major games. We have better access to I'm blessed. you know, the college football playoff, you know, like all of those things. Yeah. Now, did that stop Isaac Wilson from going to Utah? It did not. It did not. So my guess is Utah's is is recruiting with a plan. Yeah. I, there's nothing about Kyle Whittingham that's like, yeah, let's just try this one out. Well,
0: what's the difference? The true, the true difference, if you're a player, right, just strictly if you're a player, which program gives you the more direct route to winning a national championship right now? Utah. It's not even a conversation. Love you, BYU. Love, love BYU. Utah is a fast track to a national championship when you compare the two. Right now? Yeah. Now, five years from now, I don't know. Where does Utah land? I don't know the answer to that if question. If Utah goes to the Big 12, they're playing for a national championship inside of five years, in my opinion. Matt
1: Ritson says Pac 12 commissioner looks stupid on TV during the Pac 12 baseball tournament. Uh, look, work hard, can't find a good TV deal for the school. I, I just don't, I just think it's very difficult if you're George Gliavkov to look good right now. Mm-hmm. I, I, there's no right answers, there's no right narratives. There's nothing you can say that's going to turn things around. They're, I, they're I not.
0: Think, I, I, I think there's one thing. I, like I've always said, I think you could turn this thing on its head. And if you could get buy-in from your schools to go out and sell their own TV sponsorships and do all that, I think that's a very attractive offer because it puts control yeah. back into folks like Taylor Randall and Mark Harlan's hands. Right. Like it, it puts Rick George back in the driver's seat for how his school is going to make money. So I think that's the one thing that you could do that could potentially save the conference. But this whole grant of rights situation just is archaic. It's not, it just doesn't work anymore. Yep,
1: I agree. Eddie Stoss says, Jake, you're stupid. You know the Natty runs through the SEC. I, the I, dynasty is not over. The dynasty is not over. Mm-hmm. Kiss my butt. SEC, not SLC. No, See, I love the arrogance of the SEC.
4: We're the best. Nick Saban is a better man than you are. We're the best. How dare you? Georgia. Georgia.
0: Joe
1: Kirby Smart. Yeah. I don't disagree
0: that the Natty in football runs to the SEC. Now? Yeah. Right now? But what I'm saying is that put Utah, give Utah the, the recruiting access of the Big 12 or the SEC. And watch what happens. Yeah. I think it's easy to over... I just... yeah. By the way, by the way, I would take Kyle Whittingham over Kirby
1: Smart. I would. I would too. Every day. I would too. Uh, Drew Christensen, my guess would be that Utah's recruiting along the lines of even if the pack doesn't last, will be the top dog contenders in the Big 12, no problem. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But that's what
0: I'm saying. Like, If you think about you have to have... A backup plan, a contingency plan, uh, do. Uh, 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 an option B to the TV deal not working out. Like you have to allow your your Kyle Whittinghams, your primes, like you have to allow these guys to do their job. And the only way to do that right now is to say, yeah, hey, if the TV deal doesn't work out, we're going to the Big 12. Yep. That's it.
1: I don't disagree. Um, let's see. Truck Stop Gumby says Cow Turd. Still the best part of that whole thing. The cow Turd. Uh, Cougar Track says Utah. Eat Laura time. Weiss, how the heck are you? Is that Phyllis? I heard she died. She did die. How dare you? She did die.
4: Kiss my
1: butt. Several several weeks ago. Oh God! Yeah, she was. So Phyllis was a caller on the Feinbaum show, and she's legendary. I mean, the the she was just such a an entertaining part of sports talk in the South, mm-hmm. and you know her ongoing battle with with Cowherd and. Cow yeah, like, turd. I I loved every minute of it, and that's hey, why Cal we use is a legendary. That's why we use the drops. It's not we're not, not mocking her. Yeah, I mean we are that. That's a tip of the cap. Nick Saban
4: is a better, better man, man than, than you, you are.
1: are. A turd, and she has a certain cadence about her. Than you are. Nick Saban is, is a, a better man, man than, than you, you are. are. It's amazing. The
4: dynasty is not over.
1: She's amazing, dude. Uh, Jeremy Callahan says, Hail Sabin."
4: <laughs> Nick Sabin is a, a better, better
5: man, man than, than you, you are.
1: <laughs> uh, Nate Davis, Utah speeding for national championship run. That's why Zach Wilson's brother, Isaac Wilson, uh, I think Utah will be okay in the Big 12. They will be okay. Yeah. They will be. Uh, Simon says, I think we ought to take Oregon State and let Utah play wherever they want. I think if you take Oregon State over Utah, you're crazy. You are crazy. You're absolutely crazy. Get out
5: of your freaking mind.
1: Blazed Bunny says Clay Helton is one more Rose Bowls than Kyle Whittingham. So let me get this right. You'd rather have Clay Helton than Kyle Whittingham. No, I'm waiting for your answer. Go right ahead. No, I'm not doing that. Who's taking Clay? Like this, with all due respect, Blazed Bunny, I think this is probably the first time you've ever been here. This is a dumb comment. This is the. Hey, I want to seem smart. Let me throw out Clay. Back to the envelope calculations. It's exactly what this is. Uh, Little Jizzy says, anybody can recruit anywhere. Well, not necessarily, and I don't agree with you. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, quote, top dog contenders in the Big 12, no problem. Well, no problem. I don't know about no problem. I think Utah is, if Utah joins a Big 12 in 2024, a year from now, you will need to recruit another body across the starting 11. Yeah. You will need to be four deep at every single position. Your quarterback's got to be better. Your wide receiver's got to be better. Your linemen got to be better across the board. I don't ever worry about defense with Kyle Winningham. Can't have the issues you've had in the backfield, man. But you got to have the offensive line. You, you've got to have it. Have to have it. Uh, Carl Adams gives us $5. Say, Imagine being Colorado and joining the Pac-12 for... An L.A. connection, more money and stability than having none of it. And you got none of it. Yeah. You got none of it. And, but nobody's going to blame Colorado for what they did. No, nope. The one you blame is Nebraska. The one you blame is Nebraska. Because I think it's hysterical. I don't know. It was probably five years ago. John Wilner ripped me because I said, hey, Nebraska misses being in the, in the, the Big 12. They miss being in the old Big 12. And Wilner's like, this is ridiculous. Okay. So what have we heard out of Nebraska? Yeah, we miss the Big 12.
2: Mm -hmm. The is great,
1: but we miss the culture. We miss the fit. We miss the... Because what is Nebraska? Nebraska's this weird little enclave in in the Big 10. Doesn't fit well, not comfortable, haven't won, haven't made money. You're just there. You exist, that's it. And now Trev Alberts comes in and hires Matt Rule. Now let's go play football and let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Cause the other thing nobody talks about with this big 10 thing, USC is as good as Ohio state. Cause I am not a Jim Harbaugh believer, but you better bet your bottom dollar that USC is as good as, as, as Ohio state is. That's a little shocking to
0: hear first, right? Like, wait, what do you mean? USC is as good, but they are. I'm telling you,
1: they are. They are good. And I think USC can recruit better. I think USC can, can win big games. I think the defensive overhaul we saw this summer, this offseason, from coaching staff to recruiting to portal to portal going out, portal coming in. We built this program on NIL. I'm telling you now. The, the, the last stand of the Pac-12 might be national championship in, in South Central Los Angeles.
0: What a story that would be. It, it, think about that.
1: Because, I, I, I mean, I think there are very few people who doubt. I think Lincoln's got the most talented roster in the country. Yeah. Oh, I get it. I get it. You're, you're Georgia. You're Bama. You're USC. The overhaul at USC has been nothing short of remarkable. And I think they they took some cover under under Dion's darkness. Yeah. But you go look at the numbers. USC ain't that far off of what Colorado did. Mm-hmm. Go look at the numbers. Go look at the ins and outs. And tell me that USC and Colorado are vastly different. Because they're not. And I think that the biggest game of the year is SC in Utah. That's it. That's the if 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 SC if SC wants to win a national championship, dude,
0: got to come through Rice Eccles, man.
1: It is going to you're going to have to go through Kyle Winningham's defense to do it. Yep. And I'm just telling you right now, that's an awfully difficult trick to turn. And when you look at their schedule, and it's San Jose in, in San Jose and San Jose State, Nevada, Stanford, bye week in week three. Arizona State on the road, Colorado on the road. That's Man, five and zero. That's a long run though there through the middle. Arizona, that's a win. At Notre Dame, we'll find out. That's a win. Then there's that little game on Saturday, October twenty first. That's mm. gonna be a primetime game at night. November or excuse me, October twenty first. And you're gonna to have to you're gonna to have to beat Kyle Whittingham.
0: Yeah, do we get more uh crying Caleb Williams or do we get
1: winning natty vibes i think if the game was in salt lake city you'd get crying caleb williams but that's just my opinion man and i mean cal washington at oregon obviously is a huge game but i'm not a bo nicks believer ucla should be a huge game but i'm also a believer that ucla is not as good as they were last year the question is what's the hole in in what what game's missing well, Oregon State's missing, which isn't out for sure, because I think Oregon State's going to be a real ball buster this mm-hmm. year. And then, of course, on December 1st, you're going to – on a Friday, December 1st, because why wouldn't you if you're the Pac-12? <laughs> uh, you're going to play play your con- f- play for a conference championship. On a Friday. And if we're lucky enough, we'll get, we'll get round four of USC and, and Utah. There's a loss on that schedule. Where is it? There's not two. All things being equal, and everybody being healthy, there's not two. Yeah, there's a loss in that USC schedule. Yep, I'm am t- telling you that right. But you
0: now. can work with one loss. One loss is fine as far as national championship. One loss is fine.
1: You know, you're okay there. We'll see. I, I just don't know. We'll see. I think it's going to be very interesting to see exactly how, exactly how, USC goes through this. Is year. your path to the Natty not
0: easier? In the Big Ten.
1: Yeah. Uh, Gary says, we get more painted nails, Caleb Williams. I mean, how many guys have won the Heisman Trophy twice? Because I think he's got a real chance to win it twice, not once, twice. He's got a better shot this year than he did last year, for sure. For sure. I mean, if this truly is the last year of the Pac-12, Jesus, this could be unbelievable. Like, have you guys thought about that? Like, and I know we talk about this expansion stuff all the time. This could be the last college football season in the Pac-12's history. The last one. Now, do I think that's likely? Doomsday clock feels like it's pushing a little further up.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Do I think that's likely? I don't.
0: Now, two but weeks from you know now. Two
1: weeks from now, you don't have a deal. Doomsday clock's getting I real think close. You, I think if. Uh, this is probably too much. I think if we get to the RSL match on June 10th and everybody's still intact, I think there's a real chance you can survive. I think if we get to June 10th and there's been movement, I think you're in trouble. Because yeah. I think there's not going to be, and I mean, I know we've talked about this before, there's not going to be one school that's going to be like, oh, Colorado left, bummer, dude. Me? They're going to leave in a group. Because all them folks in Boulder, those are wildly intelligent people, and they don't want to be the ones that tore down the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. So I think that Arizona, Arizona State, some, that a group of these teams. And if you're Washington, I think Washington State's the real question. What happens to Washington State? Mountain West. They are a mess in Pullman. They are a mess with this hiring freeze. and You're talking think- about running your athletic program.
0: 70 plus
1: million dollars and it doesn't feel like you have two nickels to rub together dude no how is that possible and I, I look i understand you have this this your former football coach that's suing you and i understand like dude i get it i understand and everybody wants to talk about economies comcast i, I believe is now on the record saying they're not going to pay the pack 12 until they make their 50 million dollars back Four, four million bucks of school, out the window. That's a $4 million It is check. what it is. Think about that, guys. How do you make that mistake? If you're Washington State and you're in a spending and hiring freeze, we tweeted out and showed you the statement on the show last week, exclusively, the internal memo that showed, hey, no hiring, no spending, and now you've got to give away four more million dollars and when i say give away you're not getting that that's coming out of your t- they're not giving it to you and you're going to rebate it they're cutting it off your check let's try to stay calm and not curse imagine hey imagine that 20 percent of your paycheck just got lopped off and um still got to pay the light bill and the rent right still got to buy oreos for little little tommy yeah it looks like
0: uh we're not going to get shoulder pads this year Looks like, hey, the team meal is going to be not as nice.
4: Yeah,
1: we're going to have to have Olive Garden. And only breadsticks and it's not even marinara. It's breadsticks and ranch. We can't afford the marinara boys. Um, and I would get you. I, I'm happy to get you Alfredo, but no chicken. We can't.
0: Certainly not shrimp. We can't.
1: Excuse me, sir. Um, you say inflammatory things like that. If you want shrimp, you get your ass up to Seattle and go to Washington. You know,
0: in the Pacific time zone. <laughs>
4: why (laughs) why why you were doing so well
1: you know why because jake had bucked up today a buckshot see the energy picks up the mentality picks up we're all feeling good you guys if you haven't done buckshot yet look man i'm telling you right now okay let's turn it this way um there you go if you haven't done one of these buckshots yet you guys you're crazy you're out of your mind they lift you mentally and now everybody says, oh, caffeine, money! can I get 150 trillion milligrams? Get out of your freaking mind. It's 100 milligrams of caffeine. It's clean, long-lasting energy that'll take you all day long. And you're not going to have to worry about sleeping. You're not going to have to worry about jitters. It just gives you a mental lift. So if you get back from lunch and you're sitting at your desk and you're like, damn, dude, I'm carb crashing because we had that chicken Alfredo at Olive Garden. Go ahead and drop yourself a, a buckshot from Bucked Up. And you know what? Don't, don't pay for it. Let us pick up the nickel, bro. We're, because we're giving. We're giving. We want to give you six free buck shots. I won't hire a word for it. No, 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 friends. Go into the description below on this show and click free samples, six free buckshot. You know what else you should do while you're there? Get the free samples of the sampler pack or the bucked bar, the buck bar from Bucked Up. Better yet, why don't you join us this Saturday? Mm-mm. <clears throat> Why don't you join me this, let me single up, because some people don't care about this show. Why don't don't you join me this Saturday in Orem? I'm gonna be hanging out at the warehouse sale um, at the corporate headquarters at uh, Bucked Up. They're having their warehouse sale this weekend. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Great deals, you guys, to be had by everybody. I'm telling you, the Bucked Up uh, warehouse sale um, is nothing short of spectacular. And it is one of those events that happens every year and you don't want to miss it because it's things like Pixie Pump being on sale that are spectacular. It's things like um, Jake blowing it off and not going because he's got other plans. Dave's in opposition. How's that working you, out for you?
0: Where do you you don't leave me anywhere to go there, dude? What do you mean? You know, like you don't leave me anywhere to go? Like, come on, dude. You gotta be fucking kidding. Me. I'm not. Like, what am I? What am I supposed to do with that? Well,
1: you know, yeah, you, I mean you what, just, what am I
0: what am I supposed to do with that, dude? Guy, you do what you need to
1: do. To solve person person's You you do <laughs> you do what you need to do. Uh-huh. Okay? Uh-huh. I'll be at, I will be at the uh warehouse sale um at Bucked Up. It's gonna be amazing, you guys. I am so looking forward to it. Um if you don't follow Bucked Up on Instagram, Twitter um you, you guys are missing out i'm telling you right now their warehouse sale is freaking amazing great deals so do yourself a favor and get the free buck shot get the free buck bars and uh, i'll have a lot more details for you on the uh, bucked up uh warehouse sale coming up this weekend <sighs> bucked up the official energy provider of the monty show jake what what are you going to be doing this weekend um, I mean, like I I know that I have big plans. I have big plans too. Oh, for did, real? What do your big plans entail? Uh,
0: I might be you going traveling. To, yeah, I might be traveling somewhere. Jake's traveling, some hanging tournament. out with
1: some people who are yeah. doing some things. Yeah, you know. You know, it's and stuff. It's can't, you know, and can't stuff. Can't really, you know.
0: Yeah. I don't want to okay. talk about it. So that's how
4: it's going to be.
1: Jim Choi says Wazoo can't afford new water bottles. Facts. <laughs> facts. That's not facts. Uh, Scott, listen, a little salmonella from inside the water bottle. Who hasn't had a water bottle? You haven't washed that thing. It's got a little mold in there. This should happen. Who doesn't need a little bacteria going through the... (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Been waiting for a reason to play a fart noise, haven't you? Scott says San Diego State, Arizona State, Arizona, and Colorado too uh, big. Oregon and Washington... Uh, to the Big Ten, but here's the question. And again, I just ask. I'm just little old me. Oh, Monty. How are you gonna pay for San Diego State? Because who in the Big 12, who in the Big 12 is gonna be like, oh yeah, dude, we're going to, you know what we should do, you guys? We should just give our, our. let's just give it away. It's... Just give our money away. That's out of the window. We don't need it. Let... You know what, San Diego State, bring some burritos from Old Town San Diego. Bring your crappy third base person who plays on your softball team but can't hit with big, in um, big situations. Um, bring, um, bring them all. Um, we'll pay you. Even because, you know, you got smoked in Salt Lake City this weekend. Come on down, man. So wait. Anything you want to add to that? You
0: lost the natty. Then you got your ass kicked in the Super Regionals. Yeah, but come over to our conferences.
1: Jake is very happy. It's Um, it's fine. It's you know
0: having fun is the name of the game.
1: It's fine. Jake is fine, dude. Don't even worry about it. Jake is really happy about the super regional. Yeah, dude. Aren't you, Jake? Yeah, we're all Utah fans here. (laughs) Duh, duh.
4: It became personal with me.
0: Yeah, I mean, come
1: on. Anyway, the point is, yeah. the point is, you can't pay for him. Truck Stop Gumby says, I like Oreos. Okay,
0: so, okay, regular. Don't stop. Or double no. stuffed
1: gold. God damn it. Why do you do stuff like this? Because it starts problems. <laughs> it starts problems. Why do you do So clearly, you're a golden double stuffed yeah, guy. Yeah, dude, double stuffed is the way. Double stuffed is the way. Victor's the way. No, he's not. Yeah, double stuffed is the way. I'm tr- everybody's asking me for specific information on this I'm working um, on what on the bucked-up warehouse sale okay we'll give my guy a few minutes here man um, but I'm just telling you now if you're a, if you're a regular Oreo guy I, I really don't know what to say to you
3: soft person's industry.
1: Because we, we you have to be Golden double st- Are you gonna be a golden double stuffed yes, Oreo guy?
0: Yes, dude. Golden double stuffed family size.
1: Family like size. There's
0: no, or it might be party
1: size. Can't remember. The bigger you're, package. You're going family the size. The bigger package. You know. Okay. Yeah, dude. There's okay. no other way. Well, like, Victor's the way, but listen, I Victor's think the way. I don't think there's any doubt in my mind anyway. Go- golden double stuffed Oreos are the best. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Who else? I don't want to open this up to... uh, Command HQ. I'm sure it did. Rick Forrester. Monty, you need to come to Houston to see Houston versus TCU. I think we do. Yeah. I'm going to say I think we do. Yeah. I I would agree with that. Jeremy Callahan. It's not going to be about kicking out losing programs. It's not in any way, shape, or form. No. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, unless by losing program, you mean losing money. Program. I just don't think it's... Like, when you... When you think about who's so... You would kick Cal out of the conference, right? Like, Cal is easily the... Who's the worst athletic department in the Pac-12? Oh,
0: Cal, by a mile.
1: By a mile. I mean, who
0: who who, who greenlit the renovation on the stadium when your football team sucks and no one comes to the game?
1: And listen, now, I understand you're the Conference of Champions, so nobody's bad in the Conference <laughs> of Champions, right? I mean, just ask Bill Walton. Dude. Um <laughs> Stay
0: hard. The I have every, conference
1: of champions. I have every right to mock Bill Walton. Everybody mocks Bill Walton, dude. I have every right to do it. I absolutely do. Yeah, you know, um, the bucked up warehouse sale is Saturday, June third, from eight to four. Um, crazy deals on supplements, apparel, t-shirts for five dollars. Free food, energy drinks, and giveaway. It'll be located at the warehouse in American Fork, 781 Autumn Mall Drive, number 102. Okay. Number 102. Okay. Is where you're going to find that. I like it. Uh, Nick M says uh, I don't think kicking teams out will be a thing unless uh, and until two to three super conferences of 36 or more schools happen. But this is why I also say you need relegation in college athletics, specifically college football. Yeah. You need you need relegation, you need teams like Cal who like a good one in eleven, bro. Okay, well enjoy one double A. You know, like you, I think you need relegation. You need stuff for that. Cougar tracks what flavors? Miami, yeah, yeah, yeah Miami dude. all day long. Yeah, dude, they're gonna be stocked up. Yeah, yeah it that. is. You guys, you have to understand that that. That Miami is the single greatest flavor yes, of energy yes, drink ever. Yeah. Truck stop Gumby. Jake's gonna be parking the Subi behind Perkins. <laughs> oh my god, just like that. Oh.
0: That's my guy right there, baby. Wow. That is my guy parking right the there. Subie.
1: That's my guy. Behind Perkins. Brandon Butler, you better start appreciating Jake's other plans, or you ain't getting no grandkids. Hey man. We didn't start out great, but then we got momentum going and you know. Uh Derek says, Imagine hoping Arizona joins your conference, but not Utah.
0: I'm right. It's a timing issue, bro. That's all it is.
1: It's funny. Uh, Bob Holsey, no wonder the pack can't get a TV deal. They can't even figure out time zones. Oh <laughs> God. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> CJ Vance says fart noises. <laughs> Why CJ? <laughs> Are you happy now? <laughs> I hope you're happy. Uh, how many times do people need to hear it? There is zero chance of San Diego State going to the Big Twelve because they aren't P five. I just don't know why you would pay for them. Okay,
0: here's the deal. It doesn't have to do with P five necessarily. The problem is is that they are not relevant the way Gonzaga is relevant. They are not relevant the way Oregon State's relevant. Right? Like Oregon State. I think people don't realize this. They're projected to have ten wins in the football program this year. Like, you, like, do people realize that? People here Oregon State are like, oh, it's a garbage program. Nobody would ever want them. Got new facilities, good football team, basketball's coming. Like, baseball's not half bad, by the way. Really nice baseball facility. Like, they're coming. So, I- I'm just telling you guys, like, the issue is J.D. Wicker, like, got out in front of this thing. You should not have talked about, hey, we're going somewhere. I think it's a
1: huge mistake.
0: Hey, we're going to go somewhere. Even though you haven't told
1: Gloria that you're going somewhere. It's a problem. Richard Tracy, bow down to Washington. Huskies will win the Pac-12 this season, championship, and maybe more. Well, they're in the Super Regionals, and they play Utah in softball this Thursday. They do. C, uh, C. Kaufman says, double stuff, stop it. See, this is what you started. <laughs> I think mean, this I'm is talking about cookies. This... I don't know what he's talking about.
0: I, I like I I don't I I am not going to be held responsible for
1: immature comments like that. Monteso ribeye, mega stuffed oreos not golden.
0: No, see, mega stuffed is too much,
1: dude. It's too much. Double stuffed. we were S- saying that. San Diego State says there's no f u emoji that I can find, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Derek says, imagine judging a school by their fans instead of schools, like th- which happens all the time. Oh, Matt Ritson. Now ah, you're okay, talking. Okay, but they have to be lemon, dude. Yes. Thin Oreo for me. The thin lemon ones. Oh. Yes. Bryce Martin, double stuffed dipped in milk. Okay, I'm not oh. a milk guy, though, dude. Not a milk guy. That doesn't mean they're not good. Colorado, Arizona, Oregon State, Washington State to the 12 with Gonzaga. U-W-U-O. Gonzaga. Cal Stanford to the big ASU, U of U to the Mountain West. ASU's not going to the Mountain West. And neither is Utah. Utah's not going to the Mountain West. Uh, Gonzaga and UConn are on the Big 12 target list before San Diego State. Totally agree with that. I think I think you UConn is one of the sleep and we've talked about this. UConn's one of the sleeper programs. There's no doubt about that.
0: Dude, San Diego State made their bed and it's time to lay in it, dude. Like you can't, dude. I think people forget this. You have to provide value to a prospective conference. Yes, you do. So, so again, hear me clearly on this. Gonzaga doesn't play football, so how are they more valuable than San Diego State? Well, they bring you a tournament team every single year. Just book it. And they're not going to be some garbage team in the Big 12. They will compete in the top half. I don't know if they'll compete to win the conference, but certainly top half of the conference.
1: Cyclone Steve, golden double stuffed Oreos are the best. Thank you. And then the all knowing authority on, oh, where is it? I lost his comment. Oh my God. Dude, dude, that's so mid. Where, oh my God. Where, Fat Jesus, where are you? Oh my goodness, Fat Jesus. There it is. Single stack Oreos, scientifically proven to have proper ratio of cookie to cream. (laughs) Come on, man. Okay. Barfing chickens. What's up? up, Good to see you, man. Uh, Regular only for me. Mint Oreos, pretty good. Mint Oreos (laughs) are actually highly undervalued. (laughs) Highly undervalued. Yeah. Nick M. Oregon State traditionally has a great baseball program. Jake knows many fine individuals. Yes. Uh, The football team is is much improved. They continue to upgrade facilities. Oregon State would be a good addition to the Big 12. Yes. I totally agree. Yes. Totally agree. Um, I, I don't know. I, should I read this comment? from Because it does fit right into the show. But So Command HQ has been paying us money all day long to comment gross and disgusting things. Right. And I don't know why you keep giving us money hey, I'll take to it. not have your comment read. I'll take it. But hey. I'll take it. Yeah, you got to play it. USC visits Utah when they need a good co-ed (laughs) soak. Now, see, the best part about this is Command HQ does not understand that soaking is a a major topic of conversation on this show. (laughs) That we used to have somebody on this show that was commonly referred to as the super soaker. Right. Um, That we have talked about not only super soaking, but earthquakes.
0: Earthquaking. uh, Yeah. Proper nomenclature. My bad. Yeah, can you get the nomenclature right, Earthquaking. please? Earthquaking. Thank you.
1: So the fact that you paid us $2 because you thought you were being bad, dude, it's not bad. It's actually so, so good. Hey, you he start talking shit. You know. Ron Loney. Are you sure you want to? You don't want to go back to time zones, Ronnie? Uh, I would rather Boise State than Oregon State. Okay. Truck Stop Gumby says Rip Tanner. <clears throat> Tanner's not dead. He just... He did not want to be part of the show anymore, So, which is fine. Pack your it. shit, let's go. We're not trying to hurt anybody. Archer, quick, can you soak and create your own earthquake or does it have- <laughs> 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 I'm pretty
0: sure you have to have a second person. Oh, and no, dickhead, you have to have a third person. Er, you know what I mean, a third My, person. Okay. You, you get what so, I'm talking about.
1: When two people fall in love. Oh, what are you talking about, man? Two people fall in love. One has a car and the other has a garage. And then you, and then sometimes, seismic activity happens and we don't know where it comes from.
0: Oh, we know where it comes from.
4: It could be this. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. It could be
1: that Benjamin's under the bed.
4: His cock. But the bed. (laughs) But the bed starts
1: shaking. <laughs> and then my, nine months later, a little baby is made. Here I am. <laughs> and you started this. <laughs> you brought up your stupid listen, Oreo question, listen, and I, look what I, happened. Uh,
0: look, I was an accident. It's okay to all the accidents out there. You're good people, okay? Just sometimes accidents happen while earthquaking. It's fine, dude
1: accidents. Yeah, it's fine, bro. Accidents. It's fine. Accidents. Nobody said boo. You know, I it, listen, I think it's one of those things where it, it just is what it is, man. It is what it is. <laughs> Derek says, uh, all I know is TCU and Utah are dominating their conferences now, just like they both dominated the Mountain West. Dude, I'm telling you, if you put Utah mm-hmm. into the Big 12, you're not going to be happy about it if you're not a Utah fan, because I think they, I think year two they win the conference. Yeah. And I know, here it comes. Everybody's gonna be like, I I know. Know. "Yeah, what are you talking about, yeah. Do you even watch football games? To no. on. I don't think you do. <laughs> I don't think you do. No, 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 Raúl. We're not falling for your stupid little baiting question. question. Hey, man, what is soaking? Can anybody fill me in on the soaking thing? Stupid ass f- question. I don't, I don't understand it.
4: You're is filling it filling in for somebody?
1: Is it a squirt gun? Well, hey, maybe <laughs> is that's it what a gun. <laughs> maybe that's what your mom Bam, called it. Out of it. here. Oh, I could be wrong, <laughs> dude. I don't, I can't control the genetics in your family.
0: I need to know, was that a fake question or was that a real question? <laughs>
1: it's an old question. It's a clown question, bro. <laughs> to which truck stop <laughs> going. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what the best part is? I, R- Raul, I hope you have no idea what it means. Cause when you find out, you will be shocked and stunned. You're casual. You will be shocked and just stunned. Just Google it, bro. Oh, Raul says from Brazil, new to the show. What is so oh, oh my fuck.
0: god. Nah, you can't now nah, we can't take it that far, bro. Can't I'm sorry, man. This is fucking America. Yeah, yeah. Can't take it that far, dude. Yep. Oh <laughs> ah! <laughs> Raul. I love you, bro. No <laughs> n- not personal. I just we can't we can't get into the uh, mass
1: nations uh. of soaking. Oh my God! Shooter, Texas, TCU is not dominating anything. They barely won. There's no such okay, thing as yeah, There's dude. no such thing as barely winning. You yeah. win, you win, or you... Brent Venables at Oklahoma, man. He, like for instance, he barely lost. No, no, because no. Because garbage. No, 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 sir. You know, uh, Fat Jesus says only Google soaking from your work. Can be- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. What has happened to this show? What has happened to this show? I don't know. The Monty Show, this hour of the show, (laughs) as always, is presented by our good friends at Canyons Golf Club up in um, Park City. You guys. You guys, you guys, you guys. I have to tell you. we We had the great fortune of playing Canyons Golf twice over the weekend. Uh, their grand opening for the season is uh, this week, Friday, I believe it is. Um, and it's going to be off the chain. Uh, we played it. it. it Those are the most beautiful greens that I think I have played. Um, their fairways are lush and green. Uh, the 10th hole is worth your entire Incredible. price of admi- admission. It is. We always play from the black tees because we lift, right. right? So the black right. tees are up like and push back and you you tee off down to the fairway in the green and it's hundreds of feet worth of a drop. Yeah. It it it's beautiful in the visuals that you get. It's beautiful in that the greens are well manicured. The the you know the rough you get multiple levels of rough you get beautiful beautiful fairways. You get rock formations on the sides of the fairways, like all of the things that you've ever dreamed about the on The golf, golf carts
0: are really nice, man. Yeah,
1: the GPS on the golf carts. Yes. And look, you guys know that we, we love our golf. We play pretty much every day. The carts at Canyons are amazing. The GPS, number one, if you want to advertise and you, you're looking for more reach, the yeah. G, maybe the Pac-12 should advertise with Canyons Resort Golf. Yes. The GPS, it does everything from give you a map of the course, obviously. But the yardage is almost perfectly accurate. It'll tell you when you're driving up the fairway, it'll tell you 120, 110, 100 yards to the green. And it's, boom, you pull up, they have markers and like 100 yard sticks. And I mean, it is a beautifully kept and manicured golf course. It is just beautiful. The GPS on the golf cart, Forget about it. They give you tees, they get I mean, everything you want. It's awesome, Canyons Golf, Park City. Um, you know, I would tell you the, the best way to find Canyons Golf um, is online, because you can book, and I know that most golf courses are, um, you know, most golf courses are are about booking online. If you go to parkcitymountain.com, um, under activities, click on the golf tab, it is frickin' amazing. <laughs> Um, The golf at Canyons is unbelievable man from the Darren Ingram. You know what he's The guy changed my golf swing with a conversation So I was really struggling with pulling the ball. He's like hey, you know what man with like we were talking through it I came off. He said hey, how was your round? I said, you know, I I just kept pulling all of my irons and we talked through it for like five minutes Sure enough. I went to the range and because he had told me hey, you just got to rotate more really focus on rotation Rotating my shoulders and my chest, boom, boom. Sunday, I had one of the best rounds of golf I've played because Darren, the, the, the PGA uh, professional at Canyons Golf in Park City, a five-minute conversation completely changed, changed my, my swing and fixed that pulling, like everything you want in a resort from amenities, food, beautiful golf, beautiful course, well-maintained, fun with your friends, Bring a twosome, bring a foursome, bring your corporate outing. You want a corporate outing? You want to take your top salespeople, get them out of the valley for a day, take them out to the Canyons Golf. It is unbelievable. Find them at ParkCityMountain.com. Uh, book online. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty okay. Show because, dude, it's amazing. By the way, yeah. re- if you golf, reach out to us. Let's go yeah. play. Let's go let's play go golf play. at Canyons, dude. It, that course is just so unbelievably good, unbelievably good uh, at Canyons Golf. All right. Um... Hi. How are you? Good to see you. The, you got, I'm not having a soaking conversation today. Whatever. I'm not. I am not doing it. Shooter Texas. Dominating a conference is what Clemson did for about five years in the ACC. Already crowned Clemson. <clears throat> the ACC is already crowned Clemson. We built this program on NIL. And until people embrace this, until people embrace this, the ACC is not a football conference. I know I've said that before. In God's
4: name, image, and likeness.
1: I know I have said that before. It's not a football conference. The ACC is a basketball conference. And that's how I look at it. It's not hard to win the ACC. With all due respect, and I know the athletic director at, at Florida State, and we're the best. With all due respect. Knock yourself out, bro. Knock yeah. yourself out. Yeah. Until they're not, Clemson's the best team in that conference every single year. Yeah, every single year. By the way, you're not, you're not the SEC. You're certainly not the Big 12, which again, I'll tie on the hill and say the Pac-12, in my opinion, is just as good as a football conference as the Big 12. But I'm telling you, the Big 12 is that close. It's you, a Big 12! You expand, you, you, add, you add, and again, I'll go back to Utah. You add Utah. That's that's could arguably be the second best football conference in the country cuz yeah. again remember on this show we're not believers in the Big 10. Yeah. We're not. We're not believers in the Big 10. Uh Jeremy Callahan, ACC is the worst P5 football conference. I think the Big 10 is the worst P5 football conference. Yeah. <clears throat> because again, that's a two team and if if Jerry Sandusky's favorite school is is one of your choice, okay, cool, <laughs> let's call it three. Because they have 47 members of the Big Ten, I believe, yeah. right? I mean, they have 47. or Something sp- like that, you know. know. Who's counting, though? But who's counting? Um, you have three teams in that conference. Oregon, Washington, Utah, and currently USC and UCLA are all better than Penn State. Are all better than Penn State. Michigan and, and Ohio State, it's hard to slander them early in the year. Okay, great. Is Florida State and Clemson better than Michigan and Ohio State? No, no, no. That's a question you got to ask yourself. They're not. Because none of them are tested on a regular basis. Nobody. And this goes back to what Sankey was saying in the SEC about playing nine conference games. Yep. If you look at the SEC and you play nine conference games, you're putting a two-loss Bama team in on nine conference games. But Bama also plays, what, Texas last year, down to the wire. Oh, God! That game's in Tuscaloosa this year. I would expect a different result. Right. But I'm not even here to entertain the argument that the SEC isn't the best. They are by far, in my opinion, the best football conference in the country. The second-best conference is a huge point of debate. Mm -hmm. It's a huge point of debate. Well,
0: and I think inside that debate, it's like, all right, are we just talking about on-field performance or are we blending off the field and on the field? Because I think the problem is, is that <clears throat> the Pac-12 is so trash off the field that it essentially eliminates them from the conversation because on the field, they're pretty damn good in football. They're not as good as the SEC, but we're not talking about the SEC. Yeah, we're talking right. about second best. So that's right. Then I look at the Big Ten and I'm like, my God, Kevin Warren printed money. Then Tony Petiti came in. And is basically saving their TV deal and getting that all handled and worked out. And they're gonna they're gonna be printing, dude. They will have so much money they dude. won't even know what to do with it. So then I'm like, okay, yeah, you're really you're you're really, in my opinion, I could be harsh and say you're a one team league with Ohio State, Michigan. Okay, great. You've been pretty good in football the last couple of years, but in the big picture, right? Penn State. Okay, cool, fine. Well, let's be generous and say you're a three team league. You're a three team league. I don't even have to go to the ACC. On the field, because they're not even in the conversation. You're Clemson and everyone else on the football field. So, really, the second best, yeah, is probably the Big Ten, right? But then I look at the Big 12, and this is kind of your point. Yep. The Big 12 expands. You had Colorado. You had Utah. Arizona schools. Let's even throw Oregon State in there.
1: Uh, Well, But do, do Look at the bottom. I'm a big believer, and you look at the bottom. Yeah. Does anybody believe that Iowa State's going to stand pat at four and eight? Because I don't. I don't. They're not going to be one and. I don't know that we'll ever see another one and eight Iowa State team. West Virginia. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. Kansas. Kansas was six and seven last year. Can can they become an eight win football team? Can Oklahoma figure how to? Well, it doesn't matter. They're going to the SEC. Can Baylor figure out how to pull their heads out of their collective bare asses and win nine football games this year? Well, Baylor to me is the one where you're like, okay, their schedule says they should win not nine games, ten games, right? Because I think think the game in Waco against Utah is the critical game of their season. They're going to lose that game. Okay, so then they're not going to win 10 games because yeah. they're beating Texas. They're beating Texas State, rather. They're beating Long Island. I think they're going to lose to Texas. They'll beat UCF, Texas Tech, Cincinnati, Iowa State, Houston. I think they lose at K-State. I think they lose at TCU, and I think they beat West Virginia.
4: Yeah. Yep. If,
1: you beat, if, if you were going to beat Utah at home, I would say, okay, you can get to 10 wins.
0: Yeah. Hey, give it to them.
1: What the hell? 10 well, wins. 'Cause I, I think you have to find a way to be K State or TCU. Yeah. So is K what and the bigger question is is TCU as good as they were last year, and can can K State K State do what they did last year? Because yeah. I think the answer is yes to both.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think
1: the answer is yes to both. Yeah, agreed. Right? But if if you look at the if you look at the big twelve and you say to yourself, Okay, let's go TCU, K State, Texas, Texas Tech, that's Four right there i think baylor's takes a big step up this year and i think iowa takes a big step up i think that's a minimum of six bowl eligible teams i think there's a lot of questions about what the mullet's doing in stillwater Mm -hmm. i have no idea what to expect out of that team Mm -hmm. uh i have no idea what to expect out of oklahoma football i cannot believe that they're going to be sub 500 in conference again on the way out the door I have trouble with that. But I'm going to say they have six bowl eligible teams. All right. Well, what about the ACC? I think Clemson, Florida State, and North Carolina State are all bowl eligible. That's three. Louisville, Wake Forest, I think take a a step back. I think Pitt is is bowl eligible four, and North Carolina is bowl eligible five. I think that's it. Not I think Miami. that's it. I, I, I am not a crystal ball guy. Me either? At all. And they looked really bad at times. To go, if you're Miami, to go three and five in the ACC. Because it's garbage. It's embarrassing. So, what if you have to play nine games? Okay, well, let's draw that out and look at the Big Ten. How many bowl eligible teams in the Big Ten? How many bowl eligible teams? Iowa. You can't tell me Illinois no. is, is Illinois going to win. Some are projecting Illinois to win ten games. No, no, no. So I'll give them bowl eligibility. I'll give Purdue bowl eligibility. What about Wisconsin? Four and five in conference. Seven. Is, okay, well, let's Luke fickle it. Yes. Nebraska. Yes. Four. Northwestern, can't believe they are. No. Rutgers, can't believe no. they are. Indiana, no. No. Michigan State, three and six, five and seven last year. No, oh. they will not. The conference you don't think is so. better.
0: No, because the conference is better.
1: Maryland at eight and five. No. I think that's way over their head. I don't think so. So I think you get seven teams in the Big Ten. How many teams in the Big Ten are gonna compete for a college football playoff spot? Okay, well you can just fucking throw out the West. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State.
0: And probably Ohio State and everyone else can figure because it out. Because
1: I also look at the fact that Ohio State doesn't play anybody in preseason. Indiana, Youngstown State, Western Kentucky. All right, well, I thought, congratulations. Wait,
0: wait, wait. I thought you said Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky. Not Eastern Kentucky, but Western.
1: Western Kentucky, and I believe their their main degree is in upholstery. I could be wrong. With all due respect. At Notre Dame, okay, legit game, September 23rd. Maryland at Purdue, Penn State, October 21st. So that's two games where you're like, okay, Wisconsin, Rutgers, Michigan State, Minnesota, and then, of course, they finish with Michigan. They're beating Notre Dame, dude. That's three games, and I think you're right. I think this is a one-loss Ohio State team, and I think they go 12-1 and this year. There you go, back in the college football playoff. After the college football playoff, I think they'll be twelve and one. But what about Michigan? Mich- Michigan certainly has a stacked schedule, right? Buddy in his khakis. East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, Rutgers—all of them at the Big House. Win. At Nebraska, win.
2: That's
1: a know. win. Let's see what Matt Rule can do. But I would agree with you. Right now, you're for one, where
0: Michigan's at last year, right? But but this is how I look at it. Five and zero. Oh. What did you do last season? Okay. Hey, you are a college football playoff team. That should be a win. You should be
1: a first-year manager. Totally mold. agree. That should be a win. Five and zero at Minnesota. Six and zero. Yes. Indiana seven. Michigan State on the road eight. Purdue nine. At Penn State loss, loss. Nine and one at Maryland win. Ten and one home for Ohio State loss, loss. So you're ten and two. Yes. So no thirteen and one this year. Nope. So Michigan's going to take a step back. Yep. Okay. Well, what about Penn State? So Ohio State officially is the only team here then that, okay. Penn State, home for West Virginia, September 2nd. Good game. Delaware, 9-9. They're 2-0. At Illinois, that's a tester game. Yeah, that's one that I feel like they'll lose. But okay. I could be wrong. Home for Iowa, at Northwestern, UMass, you're playing UMass October 14th. Look at where they get Ohio State, though. That's rough. Ohio State at the shoe, 10-21. That's a loss. Yeah, that's a loss, bro. Indiana at Maryland. Michigan 11-11. I think that's a win at home. Win against Rutgers at Michigan State to end it. I think they're a two-loss team. Yeah, agreed. I think they're a two-loss team. Yeah. So I think you have one elite team, or at least at the end of the year, Ohio State. Yeah. Like, but your conference is terrible Ter- like i think terrible
5: yeah
1: now if you go and look at the sec and let's play the game of nine conference games you got to play nine conference games so if you're georgia tennessee south carolina kentucky and florida i think those five teams will win eight games this year then in the west LSU, Alabama, Mississippi State, and Ole Miss. I think those four teams win eight games. That's nine teams winning eight games. Nine teams. By the way, <coughs> I think Jimbo is going to have a, a resurgent season. I think they're going to win eight games. That's ten teams winning eight games. And I don't know what to make of Arkansas because I was stunned that they were three and five in conference. They're a tough last out, year. dude. But the by the way, Arkansas is a tough out. By the way. What if on Georgia's schedule, what if, and let's get fucking crazy, right? What if on Georgia's schedule, we take out UT Martin and we add Alabama? I know, reset. So just bump Ball State up a week and put Alabama on October 21st.
0: Yeah, I tend to agree that this is how it should be.
1: That's nine conference games, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what real football conferences do. The Big Ten won't do it because that's going to cost them money. The Big 12, I don't think will do it because why would they? Will the ACC do that? Well, depends on, like if you look at their schedules now, right? If you look at their, you look at, let's look at Clemson's schedule. Let's look at Clemson's schedule, right? Of the the games they play. Florida State, Syracuse, Wake Forest, Miami, North Carolina State, Georgia Tech, North Carolina, South Carolina. So those
0: are your conference
1: games. But you look at you look at South Carolina, right? South Carolina's in the SEC. So you're playing seven conference games this coming year. You're playing se- it, it, right? North Carolina. Georgia Tech, North Carolina State, Miami, Wake Forest, Syracuse, Florida State, Duke, excuse me. So you are playing eight conference games. What if you took out, take out Charleston Southern and put in Virginia? So it's a massively different schedule. I think the problem is, not
0: the problem, but like the differences in the SEC with all due respect to Virginia, putting Alabama on Georgia's schedule, that's got CFP implications all over the place, right? And I think that that the non-conference schedule portion is what defines great college football playoff success and mediocre college football playoff success. Because if you have, this is the BYU conundrum, when they were independent, before the Big 12 happened. Dude, you're playing LS, the LSUs and the Tennessees and all these awesome teams. Man, if you could just be a hmm. nine-win team with that kind of schedule, you got a shot.
1: You're you're at least in the conversation. I am telling you straight away. Yeah. I am telling you. SCC is going to do nine games. And I understand Nick Saban says it's an overblown conversation. And the minute that you start seeing TCU creeping into the national championship game, and that happens three, four, five years in a row, you're going to start playing a ninth game. Because there's nothing, there's nothing better than Georgia, Florida, and Jacksonville. There's nothing better than Alabama, Auburn, Alabama, Georgia. Like, there's no we reason not to Iron do Bowl. it. right? But there's no reason not to do it. Yeah. Unless you want to pad your schedule. And, and if they're not going to make you play nine games and this is ultimately the head of the conversation, if they're not going to make you play nine games. Why would you do it? Yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't do it. I mean, the Big Ten certainly money. the Big Ten doesn't care because the conference is a, is quite literally a bag of crap burning on your grandpa's porch. It sucks. Yeah, I'm telling you, the Big Ten is not deep in because college. football. Garbage. the ACC is not deep in college football. The Big 12 and the SEC, those are two deep conferences. Because how many people, and again, I know I say this all the time, and everybody tries to burn me to the ground for this. Oklahoma State, flipping matters. Yeah, And you can't tell me that Mike Gundy's going to be able to be crappy for years and years I'm and years. I'm a man! And Venables doesn't matter. They're going to the SEC. I don't think he's a head coach. I think he's a defensive coordinator, and I'd love him to be mine.
0: Dude, he's the
1: filling guy until you get to the SEC. You're filling in for somebody. That's it, dude. And you feel, and you feel like That's he it. is. That's it. Right? Look at Sark. And this is my point. Yeah. Sark's going to get fired if they don't go to the playoff. Right? Boom. Out of here. Why is, why is I'm a man, I'm 40, Gundy with the, with the mullet? Why is he immune to getting whacked? I'm a man! Because Oklahoma State is a central figure to the success of the Big 12 in my opinion. And he's shown the ability to be successful. But but again, again, it's this it's this mask and a gun that these recruits show up with NIL yeah. and transfer portal. Yeah. Maybe Mike Gundy doesn't play that game as well as others do. We built this program on NIL. He doesn't Cabo. get to do, he doesn't get to do what Nick Saban does, which is fuck, it's 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 Alabama. Do you want the NFL money or the NIL money? Saban
4: is a better man than you are.
1: Why are you losing recruits from Oregon? You're losing big quarterback recruits. Like, you look around the country, I'm telling you now, these kids control the college football playoff, the coaches to a lesser extent. Facts. You know. Why has Deion Sanders got all the hype? Because he's got all the talent. Facts. Right? Nick Saban has started playing the NIL game. Why do he start doing that? Because somebody named Lincoln Riley started taking recruits. No, because Kirby Smart started winning championships. And how is he doing that? Because whether you want him to or not, Jalen Carter's driving a Jeep Grand Cherokee Trackhawk around Athens in the middle of the night um, with drunk, um, allegedly DUI um, and shit, right? Because because why? Because he's got an NIL deal. So he, you know, he, they're beating they're beating Alabama because of the Trackhawk deals. Oh. So now Nick Saban's going to step up to the plate and say, okay, now we got to play the game. And, and Witt up on the hill and Kalani down in Provo and Stillwater and Manhattan and Lawrence. And if you're not going to play the NIL game, and here's the thing, and I know Greg Sankey's running his mouth all day long at the SEC meetings right now. NIL's the devil. Cool, cool. NIL's the devil. But guess what? It's the flipping savior for a lot of these kids. And they'll go to the Big Ten. They'll go to the Big 12. They'll go wherever Phil Knight's got his bare feet up on the desk with a checkbook in his hand.
0: Unless they can't be on
1: TV. That's my point. They're going to go where the money is. And they're going to go what's going to give them to the NFL. Okay, I feel better. Whew. A little fired up today. feel like I got... A little fired up today. What are the people saying? Uh, Nate know. Simons says Gonzaga. Gonzaga to the Big Twelve announced uh, announcement by Friday after the conference meeting in Morgantown starting tomorrow. Well, I hope that's true, Gonzaga. You know, Gonzaga, because I'm the king. You know, right, right. It's it, it, it right. just it mm-hmm. is what it is. Right. So, um, yeah, I think that's Nate. I I could be, could be, absolutely could be. Uh, Conundrum says, NIL and TV go to the Big Ten. You're not wrong. That's what I mean. You're not wrong.
0: Like, it's all cool and stuff if you're winning football games, if you're the pack, but if, if kids can't be seen, they're not coming to you no matter how much money you have.
1: Blaze Bunny says, uh, Sark is a poor man's kiffin. Yeah, but Ooh. what has Lane done? Ooh, what, see? What has Lane done, though? What has he done? You remember those little motorcycles that you would just pull the ripcord on and then go, oh, You start bringing up, oh, Lane Kiffin's a man, bro! Okay, prove it. Yeah, he's the man who chills on tarmac. And, and listen, I'm a big fan of Lane Train. I'm a big fan of Lane Train. I absolutely am. But he's got to start winning football games now. When was the last time Ole Miss was relevant? Some guy named Manning was the quarterback. You know. Uh, Victor's the way he says NBA. Yeah, coming up here in a minute. Coming up in a minute. Taylor Smith says what the season to start. Dude, that's what Ooh, I'm, I'm saying, bro.
0: Under 100 days, I believe it is. You're
1: not wrong. Uh, Raider Mark says, Sankey's just mad because everyone can now pay players like the SEC did for years.
0: You know what? You're not even wrong, bro. I know that's tongue-in-cheek, but you're not even wrong.
1: I will. The one thing I'll say about NIL, the one thing I'll say about NIL, I think it's terrible for college sports because nobody's Mm -hmm. regulating it. You're just – like I look at this thing down at BYU, and I know nobody wants to talk about this. Holy shit, is he going to talk ban about BYU? BYU. Anybody who thinks those kids at BYU, and I've talked to a dozen of them, and their families, and they all want to talk about it. Anybody who thinks those kids at BYU are making money off of bars, and they're not. That money's going to the school. Do what? you want to set up the meeting? They're not getting paid, allegedly. If you listen to the kids, and you listen to the players, and I've had parents tell me this exact thing. Those deals were hidden under the veil of, oh, scholarships for everybody. Now go out and sell bars and we'll pay you. And they haven't realized that money. And I think, I think BYU had a chance to be way out in front of the NIL curve. And now, in my opinion, they've fallen far behind mm-hmm. because there's little whispers and little chatters. And the corporate marketing people and the sponsors and the, mm-hmm. it's all dysfunctional. And now you're hearing whispers and there's people talking about NIL is, is really good in theory and it's terrible in practice.
0: Florida has Gatorade. Oregon has Nike. BYU has Bill Bar. Bill Bar CEO Nick Greer. It's not but, about the kids. It's about getting Bill Bar's name out there. And I have a problem with it. That's what I'm saying. And I'm not, I'm not going to shy away from the concept of big business is going to big business. They are going to find a way to connive their way in to make more money. And look, they are, dude. Capitalist society, totally get it. But let's not hide under the veil of, of, of. Oh yeah, man. Like, like my issue, like with Bill Bar. You walked around on the practice, or might have been on the field actually, might have been at Lavelle. I can't remember. But you basically walked around the stadium or whatever and were handed out envelopes with checks in them under the guise of, yep, paying for your scholarship, all the bars you need, here's a check. And that's not what it turned out to be. And that's an issue. I have an issue with that. But the problem is, in the grand scheme of things, we don't have time to bitch and moan about whether the kid's getting paid. We only have time for how many championships are we winning and how much money are we making. That's it.
1: And I'm just telling you now. NIL is going to become a, a federally regulated category. I yeah. you, almost, you have to know it. What choice? You have to know it. You have to, right? And and I think when, when we, because we routinely talk to big business about, hey, we want to have this football player on. We want to attach you to that. We talk about that all the time. And people are like, yeah, but does it, the number one, does the kid actually get the money? Well, when you don't, because right now, I think one of the biggest things, and this happens in U- the state of Utah all the time without talking about what school or here and there, we talk to people on a regular basis who are like, hey, the school wants me to deal directly with this. And when the sentence starts with, the school wants me to, <laughs> you know there's a problem. The school has no business being involved in a kid's NIL deals, yep. none. They should not be, keep your hands out of the pot. NIL was not meant to make the school money. It was meant to make the kid money. We built this program on NIL. And the problem is the schools were never going to let that happen. So there's going to be regulation under the guys have one. we got to protect the student athlete. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, just like George didn't want UCLA
1: to go to the big because he had to protect the student athlete. Right. NIL is a problem after the envelope calculations I, that dirt i mean it's a problem dude i'm telling you now it is a problem
0: and you know who after this regulation goes through because at some point it will go through head coaches are going to be the ones in the in the in the weeds because what's the problem they're a school employee right so technically technically they really shouldn't be involved in nil but when you're going out on the road and recruiting you're damn right you're going to recruit off nil opportunity it's yeah, going to happen, bro.
1: Yeah, look, I, I, I wish there was a better answer. I wish there was a fix for it. I wish there was a way that NIL could be what everybody hoped it would be. But it's ne- it never works out that way.
0: I know. when there's You could just start treating these kids like professional athletes, and they could get an agent, and we could all go about our business. But we don't want to do that because it's a bunch of rich old white guys at the NCAA who need to make their money and need to keep calling these kids student athletes when they're not really student athletes. They're athletes that have a group of people helping them with, with studenting. That's what it is. Let's stop running from it. That's what... You're top. That's I, what you Jalen Carters are doing,
1: bro. And I also think the NIL agents or representatives, because oh, right. agents, agents become a dirty word. But when you have kids that have representatives for NIL, it just it's turned into this thing that you can't possibly control it. Yeah. And schools want to control and hoard things. Yeah. Anytime there is seven figures, millions of dollars involved, they, schools want to control it. And it's really too bad because yeah. I think it's gotten far, far, far away from when it was, what it was intended to be. I really do. This hour of the show presented by The Advocates, theadvocates.com. The best injury attorneys in the business. You know, guys, I say it every day that the thing that The Advocates give you Beyond great legal advice, beyond, you know, the ability to to really focus on everything but, hey, I gotta go fight this guy, I gotta write this letter, I gotta all that nonsense. They bring you peace of mind and quiet and peace in your life mm-hmm. and the ability to recover, the ability to get back to the best version of yourself, because it's something we don't think about. When you get in a horrific car accident or you're out riding your bike or your scooter, or God forbid your kids out on a bird scooter or one of those, you know, paper ride scooters. Like cars and bikes are a terrible combination. Terrible. And my wife is training for this triathlon. It terrifies me when she when she rides her bike. Because I, I just I've seen it. I know what happens. And anytime cars and bikes mix, the car always wins. And it's it's something that I say to people when you ride a motorcycle. When you ride a bike, a scooter, prepare, because it's not a matter of if, it's when. You ride long enough, there's gonna be an event, there's gonna be something that's gonna happen, and that's when you need the advocates, because trust me when I tell you, the insurance companies are not on your side. When you're hurt at work, the insurance companies, your employer, their insurance companies, the workmen's comp, they're not on your side. They're on the side of paying out as little money as possible, which means you don't matter. They don't care about your kid's tuition bill. They don't care about your light bill or Christmas. They care about their shareholders. They care about their bottom line. The advocates are here to fight for you. They're here to give you peace of mind so you can heal those bones, so you can heal mentally to get back on your bike if that's truly what you want to do. You want to go back to work? Man, you got to get physically right. Let the advocates fight for you while you heal up. The Advocates.com, UtahAdvocates.com. Uh, chat with an attorney live online 24-7 for free because at The Advocates, you don't pay unless and until they win your case at theadvocates.com. Couple more on this, then we do have to get to the Boston Celtics. Derek Myrie, Washington and Oregon are going to the best conference ever equals the Big Ten. It's a lot of money, man. It's a lot of money. And I think we are nearing the end of the road. I think we are nearing the end of the road. I think it's it's one of these things where I've just heard it so many times, like, hey, they're not taking this on their summer sabbaticals. These administrators are not taking this with them to, to Europe, to Florida, to Hawaii. They want it done and they're ready to make decisions. And I, you know, truthfully, I think 10 out of 10 of the remaining Pac-12 schools have made their decision. Yeah, Because the money isn't the question anymore. They know the value. They know it's a matter of, hey, we're only able to get this value George, you're on the clock to get us more in this motto, which is mostly on TV, some on stream, or we're out. I truly think that's where the Pac-12 is at. Yeah. And I think when you look at these these conversations about um Gonzaga, I think we've reported back to March 3rd that Gonzaga has a verbal offer. Gonzaga. And and you get Sports Illustrated and um, the great work of Ross Dellinger, you know, talking about how Your mark began conversations with Gonzaga several months ago. This is a story that was published by Ross yesterday. Um, as part of his pursuit to expand the conference and to add value to what is already the country's strongest college basketball league. You know, all I can say is this is not new. This is not fresh. This is not a secret. It is one of those situations where You know what college athletics is about. Yep. That's the money. The money's not in the Pac 12 anymore. The opportunity's not in the Pac 12. Certainly the reach for your brand is not in the Pac 12. So now you got to make a decision. And Mm -hmm. I think 10 out of 10 of these schools have made decisions. Um, Let's see. Shooter Texas says found it. Okay. What'd you find there, slick? I don't know. Uh, Shooter also says Tom Dean without exposure via TV Deal Oregon and Washington will lose tons Of recruits so they will go To the big 12 until the next round of realignment Hits in 2030 no, I don't there's... think Oregon And Washington are going to the big 12 it's not a fit I, I, I honestly I don't Think they are I think it's just Philosophically a non-starter yeah You know like I at that But that's just my opinion I, I don't think so um, I could be wrong You know that's n- Happened before uh, Taylor Smith the school should be not be telling kids to do anything but study and play NIL should be controlled by uh, the player and not the school absolutely right absolutely yes. right. All yes. right let's switch gears here on the Monty Show and talk about the NBA Finals and then we have to talk about secret menus at fast food restaurants and what you're willing to spend on your wedding Are the Heat and the Nuggets, which start game one on Thursday, is that good for the NBA? I'm struggling with this argument. I've, I've seen this repeatedly and heard it repeatedly on sports radio this week. As we all ticked down to the eventuality Boston was going to fade. Yeah. And then Jason Tatum's ankle took him out, which is really unfortunate. But here's my question. Does Denver and Miami move the needle for NBA fans? Now, in Denver and Miami, it certainly does. When you see DJ Khaled and, you know, all the guys getting excited about the Miami Heat. But does Chicago Bull fan, does Oklahoma City Thunder fan, Cav fan, Nick fan, Magic fan. Laker fan. Maverick fan. Rocket, that's it, you're out. Rockets don't have fans. Does Ja Morant stripper with a gun to her head care about the NBA? (laughs) Obviously not. Probably too much. Um, Do garden variety NBA fans care about the Nuggets and the Heat in the NBA finals?
0: I I mean, I probably not. Honestly, probably not. I I, I think the biggest headline of the series is Jimmy Butler. Like, you know. Excuse me. uh, Sorry. Himmy Butler. Thank you. uh, And Gaucho Gabe. Thank you. You you. know. you know, those are the headliners of the series. And I know, you know, MVP, Jokic, cool, great. But garden variety NBA, NBA fan, I don't think cares about Jokic. I think it takes a purist and yeah, an NBA, I would with that. An NBA uh, a really plugged in NBA fan to appreciate Jokic's game where Hemi Butler's game is very dominant, starstruck type style. So to me, no, this is not Lakers-Celtics. no. This is not Warriors' Calves. No, it's not. You don't have the stars in this series.:
1: I think it's interesting to see exactly where I think it's interesting to see exactly where this series ends up, because I know a lot of people think Denver's just going to run away with it, which I do not. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is probably going to be a six game series. I think Denver's probably going to win. Um, I think Miami made a really smart decision to not go back to Miami to go to to Denver because you got to spend time there. But I, I don't think you can prepare for altitude. The Lakers found that out the hard way. And I think the bigger issue is physically you're worn out. When you're in the altitude for five days and you go back to Miami, so you go from dry, dry, dry conditions in Denver to massive humidity in Miami. Yeah. I think that's really difficult for your body to adjust to uh-huh. for Miami. I think Denver will be just fine. And I think it's why you see Denver's being able to handle those conditions all year long. Mm. I think Denver wins this series because I think they can win in Miami, and I don't know that Miami can win in Denver. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think Bam's going to decide this series, honestly. I think Bam, if Bam can give Jokic trouble... On the defensive end, like so, if Jokic has to work hard defensively, and and you've got the pick and roll action happening for the Heat, I think that on its own elongates this series. But if the Heat are reduced to three and D or a lot of sets run to get Jimmy the ball, and you know he's basically just playing one on one with Aaron Gordon the whole time or whoever they decide they want to guard him, I don't think this series will last very long. And that and that's why I say like. The problem is, is like this series, you have to be an NBA fan. You got to be plugged in. You got to know your players and know the matchups and appreciate what you are watching because you're not going to get D-Wade and LeBron in transition. You're not going to get Steph Curry for 50 on 10 threes. You're not going to get these. You're just not getting that high level, easy to understand basketball. You're getting a lot of... Gritty nuance, like real physical play in the trenches. Like, that's why I don't think it's great for the league. I would enjoy it just from a basketball perspective. Dude, I think this is a great series just from a basketball perspective. There are so many good matchups. There's good, like, uh, Jokic. This is I don't where I agree with that. Like, Jokic is going to shred their defense with his passing. They have no choice. I don't think Bam is a good enough defender to slow Jokic down. And I'm not sure that anybody is. But the point is, is that from a a pure basketball perspective it's a great series there's a lot of great things here but from a nationwide revenue generating like iconic nba finals this is not jordan and whoever this is not lebron and whoever like it, it's not what this is and we just need to be okay with that really but i will say if you're a miami or a florida sports fan you're having a nice ass week bro with the panthers going to the stanley cup final the Heat in the NBA Finals, like Boston, sorry, the Bruins sucked, the Celtics sucked, and if you've been into TD Garden the last two weeks, you've had a miserable time. So that's why I say, Boston fan of any variety is unplugged from sports right now.
1: Yeah, I think Boston's a massive disappointment. I think yeah. it might be the single most disappointing series. I mean, I think it's got to be top five most disappointing outcomes in Celtics history. And the, I think the bigger question here is, is it time to break up the Boston Celtics? I mean, it, it, if, if you are the Boston Celtics, is it one of the most difficult questions what to do with Joe Missoula? Because I think he absolutely crapped himself here. Yeah. I don't know how if you're the Boston Celtics, you look at Joe Missoula and say, oh yeah, no problem, dude. Pack your shit, let's go. Hey man, why don't you just keep doing the same job? You're amazing. Yeah, keep getting out coached by a good old uh spolster there. You were teetering on the verge of extinction pretty much throughout the playoffs. And to go down 03 to Miami and then to absolutely no show and to see the regression of Jalen Brown is remarkable. Yeah. It it so one, it, if I'm Wick grossbeck and the rest of the ownership group, I'm firing Joe Missoula. You made a wrong decision. Can't keep throwing bad money after bad money. Yep. Number one. Number two, I think you got to trade Jalen Brown. This team doesn't need to be torn to the ground. This team needs a retool. And I think that you're learning, unfortunately, very quickly that Grant Williams ain't that dude, but neither is Jalen Brown.
0: And I think you're learning that Al Horford has probably
1: come to the end. Al Horford's a role player. Yeah. Al Horford is not a core championship caliber player anymore. Yeah. He's a role player. And so I think when you you get into his age bracket, I don't think you can just sit around and hope for the best anymore. You know, like it, it is to me, and this is just my opinion, it is to me really unfortunate, really unfortunate, that you have a guy and you have a situation where Al Horford has really, I think, paid dividends for you. Yeah. But your second guy in Jalen Brown has been a horrendous disappointment in so many big situations, and it really hurts everybody else sits around him.
0: And he's still going to get fifty-five million dollars a year on a supermax, which is absolutely incredible to me. I mean, I if I'm Boston, I I am trading him. I am not I'm not doing the supermax. I'm I'm just not gonna be the team that pays that you out. Can't. I think I think I I actually really like the Dame for for Jalen trade because I think putting Dame in a major market in the the twilight of his career when he's still got a good bit left in the tank, that would, in my opinion, reinvigorate him. And I think that it's an iconic franchise and I know everyone hates that and I always get a lot of heat for that. But the fact is, the Blazers are not the Celtics, at least not right now. And I know the Blazers have heritage, a lot of great things went through that organization. But right now, the fact is, is the Celtics are the more attractive opportunity for a guy like Dame. And I think that Damian Lillard uh, wants to win a championship. And I think if you are the Blazers, you've got the cloud of an impending sale over your head and or, or lack thereof, frankly. If we're being really honest about it, they won't sell the damn team. And they're basically holding Dame hostage. And to me, I look at this and I say, okay, I've got an opportunity if I'm Boston. Hey, Jalen Brown... Super attractive commodity to a team like the Blazers who have this cat and Simmons, who is truly a younger Dame, in my opinion. I feel like he has learned from Dame, looks like Dame. Great. Cool. Jalen, go have a nice time. Dame, we need you for two years, bud. We need you to p- partner up with Jason Tatum, be the point guard that Jalen Brown was never going to be, and let's, let's go and do this thing. And I think if you put clutch time, Damian Lillard, on this team, Game seven last night never happens. That's my opinion. Really? Yeah. I think the one thing Jason Tatum lacks is leadership skills. He's a killer. He can give you 50 in any game. But a true leader would never never lose this amount of times in game seven situations. You would at least have won one or two of these. That's my problem with Jason Tatum right now. I
1: I think Jason Tatum... I don't know. I think Jason Tatum is where Devin Booker was and Jason Tatum. How does Jason Tatum do next to Kevin Durant? I don't know. Devin Booker nominated. And I think Jason Tatum has to take that step. Yeah. Uh, it, it's going to be, it's going to be very interesting to see how all that plays out. Yeah. Um, but you know, like Mike Maples says, what's up, MAPES? Ain't no reset for Boston. Yeah, I mean, there's never a full
0: teardown for, like, Boston's never going to be a tank team. They're, that's just not going to be acceptable.
1: He said ain't no reset. That's yeah, what you're supposed to, that. supposed to play. I'm
0: supposed to play They ain't no reset. Ain't no reset. There you. we go. Yep, sorry. my sorry. Bryce
1: Martin says Jason Tatum ain't him either. You guys, you really don't think that Jason Tatum, um, you really don't think Jason Tatum is like a guy that you can build a championship team around? I'm struggling with it.
4: You're not that guy, pal. Trust me.
1: You're not that guy. That would be an incredible fall from grace. I mean, Boston's not moving Jason Tatum. There's no, no chance in the world. No, can't do no it. No chance. Lee Jensen. If Nuggets win, I wonder if Joker will still get an uh, MVP. What do you mean? I'm confused about that. Uh, Derek Rocher, CBS reported this afternoon that CU could announce Big 12. Mo- I don't think they reported that. I could be wrong. If you, want to, if you want to link it, that's not what Dennis Dodd is reporting. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, well, Derek White wanted to win, but that was about it. I agree. Derek White showed hell of a fight. Uh, well, I think Jason Tatum, see, let's not go too far. Jason Tatum played his ass off. Was the result what he wanted? No, it wasn't. Did he always produce? He didn't. The problem is that's the excuse every year. Well, I, and I don't disagree with that, but I think his, I think Jalen Brown's the bigger problem. Marcus Smart has been better than he has been bad. Mm-hmm. Remember, Derek White doesn't happen if that shot doesn't go in and out on, on Marcus Smart, who got the ball in a Hail Mary situation and, and almost made the shot, and then the tip-in happened. Like, I don't think that this team is bad to the court. It's poorly coached, and Jalen Brown ain't that guy. I, I just can't... Mm. i can't see myself saying that jason what's Chanemps- it gonna
0: take for you to agree that he's not that guy because at some point he's not Ret- that guy. if
1: he if you read it's devin booker if you retool the team and he's still not that guy okay then clearly ain't that guy
0: yeah devin booker's got this coming season i'm willing to say hey you didn't have a training camp together KD was hurt i'm but willing to say this
1: that. playoff run was not on devin booker i agree that's what i'm saying devin this booker- coming season was the best player in the playoffs before Jimmy Butler in the Boston series. Totally agree. And I'd remind you, Jimmy Butler's fourth quarters in the Boston series, not the entire game, because mm-hmm. he was not very good in what, si- what 5, 6, six and say? 7.
0: What am I going to say? Nobody gives a damn about that. They won.
1: They won. Boston I, I don't disagree with that. That's but the tough part. With Devin Booker, you also have a, a complete loss in DeAndre Ayton yeah. and a broken down Kevin Durant, who who knows if he gets back to being the old Kevin Durant.
0: I'm not saying that Book didn't play well. Like, I, like I'm like i with you. I, I'm saying that, hey, Devin Booker has this whole next season to figure it out. Like, if you have Kevin, a healthy Kevin Durant, right? Like, if KD stays healthy, because if KD is hurt constantly, that messes with the flow. If KD stays healthy, book stays healthy, and you figure out whatever the hell you're going to figure out with Aiden,
1: right? Okay, great. Let's go and do it. Do they win the game if Tatum doesn't get hurt? A, we'll never No, know. I don't think they do. I don't.
0: Dude, you lost by what? Did they lose by. But 25? I don't believe,
1: I don't think they would have if he hadn't gotten hurt. I think, and it's again, it's just my opinion. I just think Boston's better without Jalen Brown. <laughs> Like, I think you have to get Jalen Brown off that team. And and again, I'm not saying that Jalen's been bad. Like, looking at his playoff numbers, yeah. I, I don't even think he's been a bad playoff performer. He just hasn't been a guy where you're like, God damn. Yeah, but he wants to be
0: paid like that
1: guy. Yeah. He was his... I think he was really good against Atlanta where they won that series in 2023. And he, he, was, he was not very good. Miami... I mean, you have you play thirty-seven minutes and you put up nineteen points, and you want to be paid on a supermax? Nah, no, I'm good. <coughs> I'm good. Uh, Darren Ingram, what's up, my golfing dude? Uh, was Brown good? Uh, was Brown good for the Celtics last last playoff? He was. He was. But is he a guy you want to build around? C's exactly. Is he a guy you want to build around? Jalen Brown's not that guy to me. I think if you put Jalen Brown in a son's uniform, okay, now you're cooking with gas. Mm-hmm. If you put Jalen Brown... like, How much does DeAndre Ayton help the Celtics? I would say a significant amount. Because you can compensate for his really bad defense. Right?
0: Yeah, but I already have Ayton and, and Robert Williams. I've already got a guy that, that is going to battle defensively. Now, is by the way, you... Robert
1: Williams, though, he's another guy. A, they said he was throwing up during Game 7. Shams reported that to me. Yeah, I saw that. But he's not a number one center. I think Robert Williams is a perfect complementary player to DeAndre Ayton. Because now I'm not relying on DeAndre Ayton. Now you've been and got a lot of money not to rely on him. But
0: yeah, I'm so sick and tired of guys who don't perform and want to get paid. I'm over it. I don't disagree with you I'm completely
1: over it. I uh, But I think that's DeAndre Ayton. I think that's DeAndre Ayton. And it's also my golf game, even on the official golf course of the Monty Show which is Canyons Golf in Park City, you guys. I'm telling you, get to Park City Mountain. uh, Click on the Activities tab, select Golf. Let's go. Yeah. Because it is a beautiful, well-manicured golf club. Their their opening for the season is coming up this weekend. Um, You can book online. Remember, you can buy your season passes. And I'm telling you, it's absolutely the best course I've played. The fairways and the greens are beyond reproach. The greens... Now, granted, the greens are challenging, um, but they're well kept. Yeah. The fairways are well kept, and the 10th hole is unbelievable. Um, you, I mean, you, you have hundreds of feet of drop, and you can just, I mean, you pick up your driver, and if you're like me, you hit it like a howitzer. Uh, you know. Because right, you lift. I lift. Who hits it further, you or me? You do when you get it. Yeah. <sighs>
0: But somehow, you know, my irons never let me down, so we're good. Yeah, Jake hit like a
1: 250-yard six iron yesterday. It was awesome. Where does that come from? Anyway, the point is, uh, Canyon's golf in Park City is unbelievable. Um, let's get together and go go play around up there together. Bring your. I, I'm telling you, it's a great corporate retreat. I talk about it all the time. As somebody that's been in sales for decades, I know when. Hey, your sales manager's like, hey, boys, let's go, let's, let's grab our top performers and head out to Canyons Golf in Park City on a Tuesday afternoon. We're just going to go have the course and have some fun, tip back a couple brews. We're going to buy you lunch in a round of golf. Canyons Golf is the exact right place to do that. Uh, we, we told you earlier in the show about the GPS that they have in the cart. Phenomenal. Um, and the thing that I really like about their GPS at Canyons Golf, it's accurate. When it tells you, hey, you're 127 to the green, boom, you're 127 to the green. You mm-hmm. can rely on that, right? The other thing I love about the course is all the, the tee boxes are marked with yardage markers. You have sticks on at the top of the fairway that tell you, hey, 100 yards to the green. Like It's a really well-kept course. Beyond the fact it's in Park City, it's beautiful. Um, just the views, the rock formations that are built into the course. Uh, all the greenery, all the mountains, all the clouds, the beauty, the all of it. World class amenities, world class hotel stays. Yeah. Do a staycation, weekend getaway up at Canyons Resort, Park City Mountain Canyons Resort. Play some great golf, have some world class golf, world class meals, and it's right outside your front door, man. Hook it up, Canyons Golf, ParkCityMountain.com. Uh, go see my guy, Darren, who's in the chat today, by the way, go see my guy, Darren. I, I I was chatting with him the other day about the fact I was pulling the ball terribly on Sunday. And I, you know, sometimes, you know, like you have a great round of golf and then you go swing your club and you just can't hit it to save your life. Yeah. And I said to him, you know, I was just pulling it left. It was, I just couldn't get it straight. I was pulling it left. Five minute conversations like, well, you know, it's rotation. You got to rotate the chest and. Went out and, you know, had a driving range session on Sunday night. Played on Monday. Boom. Rotating. Boom. Rotating. Boom. It was awesome. So you have a great PGA professional there that's going to teach you how to play the game if you need it. Get a lesson from Darren. Go play the course. You're going to love it. Park City Mountain has everything you need for golf. Uh, Make sure you tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show. A couple more because then we got to get to hidden menu items. Uh, Jeremy says, damn it. No games. No games. No games. Um, Salty Drunk says, wow, the NBA segment is getting even shorter. Well, we're down to the NBA finals. And once we get through the NBA finals, we'll have a ton more NBA because of draft. Then you got free agency and you got trades. And I mean you are you are in the you are in the offseason. Yeah. You know. C Coppen says golf club, golf course. No, nah, it's not a golf. Canyons is a golf club. It is a really nice because you're surrounded by world-class everything. Yeah. Right? So the course amazing it's in great shape you know like from this the other thing is the staff is unbelievable they greet you when you're getting out of your car they take your clubs like really friendly people turner i think was his name i can't remember yeah um, i don't want to say really friendly yeah yeah I I think mean, that's what it was. great staff great amenities from food hotel you name it they've got it all. dude it's a club trust me when i say that um you know It's interesting that Nick Nurse picked Philly over Phoenix. I actually don't think it's that interesting. I think it's a no-brainer. Do you want to coach book CP3 and and Kevin Durant? Yeah, I do. I don't. Not where Kevin Durant is, not where CP3 is. Two years ago? Absolutely. This coming year? Mm, Because what are we going to do with DeAndre Ayton? The insecurity around is DeAndre Ayton there? Because there's a lot of people in NBA circles who don't want to work with DeAndre Ayton because he's that guy that gets coaches fired. And I think DeAndre Ayton got Monty Williams fired. After the last two runs in the playoffs, yeah, I would think he did. But Nick Nurse, you, you have Joel Embiid there. And James Harden and Nick Nurse have a fabulous relationship. So I think there's a real good chance. If you can get Embiid, Harden, and Maxey to play together again, why wouldn't you take that job? Mm-hmm. I think there's so much more unknown in Phoenix than there is in Philly. Yeah, I I don't I don't even think it's I don't even think it's close. I don't even think it's close. Uh, Truck Stop Gumby, if you're talking about the course featured in your shorts, that's a nice course. It is. Yes. All of our shorts. You can check it out on our YouTube channel, Instagram, TikTok. It's all there for you. Uh, Tom Dean says great GPS. Who makes it? I don't know who makes it. It just works well. Yeah, just works well. Jeremy Callahan, I lost to Nick Nurse in a round of hot shot at a basketball camp years ago. Nick Nurse is a better man than you are. Uh, Brent Burnett says, Cheerio. What's up, Brent? Good to see you. You're right in time to talk about why you go off the menu at fast food restaurants. Mm-hmm. Now, first of all, today I told you, dude, lost 15 pounds on the dot as of this morning. <clears throat> Your boy is getting in shape. One of the things that I'm not doing is eating fast food. But I got to tell you, I ran into a video. I follow a certain individual on TikTok. Do you guys know what a T-Rex burger is? Okay, can I order
4: a T-Rex burger? Twenty-one dollars. So many asked for this, so here it is: (laughs) the T-Rex burger. Wow, twenty-one dollars to the club. And if you enjoy watching people rate food in a comedic way, hit the follow button because I do it all the time. But this, my friend. It's the T-Rex burger from Wendy's. It is so large, they have to use two of these. (laughs) This sucker is nine (laughs) patties. Just look at the intricate details. Like, I don't even know how to hold this, let alone shove it in my mouth. And that is not what she said. This is right next to my face. First of all, I have to say, who the hell orders this? And secondly, it does not come with instructions on how to eat it god forbid i know how many calories are in it i i don't even know how to attack this honestly this is crazy (laughs) look i barely put a dent this is obnoxious it's not worth 20 bucks no it's not worth 21 dollars 21 no and who's why would you order just go
1: to dude look fat ass go to in and out look
0: fat ass and
1: get an eight by eight fat or fat, a six or fat. a four. You can order anything you want. Yeah, four, by four by four. Twenty-one by uh, twenty-one. Twenty-one. Yeah. Um, you know. I'm not paying twenty-one dollars for sodium. I'm not doing it. And 21. I. Yeah. I'm a burger dude. I'm a burger dude. I am not even trying that. Can't nine. nine Do you know How many thousands of calories are in oh, nine it's be burger patties? Three thousand. Oh, it least, has to be at least. I think it's more like five thousand. It's it's got it because you go to. Jack in the Box, right? You go to uh, a number six, an yeah, ultimate, ultimate cheeseburger. cheeseburger. That's got to be fifteen hundred calories, right? If you get an ultimate cheeseburger, that has to be. So all I'm, all I'm looking at on this burger is, uh, you're really telling me that you're going to eat? That's got to be five thousand calories. The T Rex burger. Oh God!
0: Three thousand calories, two hundred grams of fat. 200 grams of fat 6,000 grams of sodium
1: (laughs) 6,000 grams of sodium
0: enough to last the average adult four days
1: and oh by the way that doesn't include fries or you know you're getting a diet soda with that yeah
0: you know you are 200 grams of fat triple the daily allowance
1: look i know you you're getting a diet soda with that yeah yeah and it's wendy's you're getting a frosty chubs yeah fat fat you're in. I'm telling you, you're in five thousand calorie land. Yeah, absolutely. Truck stop gumby number seven, greater than a number six at Jack. You really ba- bacon matters that much to you, bro? Really? I'm not. I'm not a bacon guy anymore. Thirteen pounds of salt. I believe that's exactly right. It's gnar. Jeremy Callion, I'm doing a five k today, fellas. No, not running. I'm eating a T Rex and fries. Seriously. And I'll tell you, we've talked about this repeatedly. That. It's, you, you cannot out-train a crappy diet. Mm-hmm. You can't. And frankly, if, we're, if I'm just going to be brutally honest about it, I'm just not eating very much right now. I'm eating, I'm trying to eat 2,000 calories a day and I'm losing weight like crazy mm-hmm. because I'm playing golf like every day this morning. I got up at 5.30, oui. laid in bed till about 6. 6.30, I was at Glenmore Golf Club chipping and putting today for an hour and 30 minutes. 1,000 calories, chipping and putting Like yesterday, yesterday I played nine holes. Saturday I played nine holes and a driving range session on Saturday. Sunday I played nine holes in a driving range session, Sunday night. Monday I played nine holes. Friday I played nine holes in a driving range session. Like, so what am I doing? I'm walking. I'm on my feet. I'm more active. Golf and a better diet. Golf and less food. That's how I'm losing weight. I'm telling you right now. Mike uh, Maples, not enough of Fedra in the world to burn off a T-Rex. I, I, No. Dude, seriously. Did that come with a fork and a knife? No. You ain't kidding. Uh, Truck Stop Gumby, yes, bacon matters that much. I always get a Diet Coke to maintain my girlish figure. Hey, there you go. See? Seriously. You know? Uh, Jeremy Callahan, whether you lose or gain weight is more determined by your insulin levels, not calorie count. I can tell you right now. Can we not? Can we not? 2,000 calories. I'm a believer that it's calories in, calories out. Yeah. Now, should you eat 2,000 calories a day in donuts? You shouldn't. If you're going to be an idiot and eat 2,000 calories in sugar, well, yeah, you're going to, you're going to, you know. What's that drug that I always used to, the A1C drug? Oh, rebelsis, Rebelsis, you better get on your Rebelsis, bruh. I'm <laughs> but the other thing I don't ever do is eat sugar, rarely, and I never drink my calories. Mm-hmm. I'm a water or a bucked up energy guy. Yeah, and those have zero sugar, zero calories. It's not rocket science, dude. Uh, Jeremy Kelly, more insulin, more storing of fat. Well. But I mean, what gets you to insulin? You know, the best thing I ever did is I got a glucose monitor for 10 days to see what my food was doing to me. Do you know how much food I cut out? (sighs) I lost the belief that white rice was bad for you in that period of time. Mm -hmm. Because white rice is not bad for you. Yeah. So, I mean, if you have never worn a glucose monitor, it's not for diabetes. Now, if you have diabetes, yes, you need one. But if you're trying to figure out what you're eating and what it's doing to you, put on a glucose monitor for 10 days. dude. It's it'll change bro. your life. Yeah, it's fascinating. It'll change the way you eat. But me and my wife, I today texted my wife, hashtag no, say no to chips. Because right now her and I are in lockstep. She's training for this triathlon. I, I'm playing golf at least twice a day. Once a day, a lot of days, twice a day. And it it works when you have somebody to bounce your nutrition off of. Mm -hmm. So, hey, we're having turkey burgers that we're making at home. Dude, we made some crinkle cut french fries out of the chain. (laughs) But we also balance that with cucumber, tomato, romaine lettuce salads. And for dessert, we're not having ice cream. We're having bananas and cantaloupe. Or red grapes and cantaloupe, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And dude, the weight's just falling off. And this this the other thing is, uh, you're gonna think it's because they're on the show. They're n- it's not. The bucked up supplements, the greens, the the buckshot, the I'm telling you, yeah, it all works together. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, white rice is like poison for me. Well, that's for you, my man. My vice is sugar drinks, but switching to bucked up has been a godsend. That and you know what, like Jeremy Callahan's saying, you if you're gonna drink, I'm telling you, if you drink soda every day, forget it. Just stop trying to lose weight. Yeah. Because you're not you're not gonna succeed. Yeah. I'm a big believer that when I stopped drinking soda in 2013, it changed my life forever. Change and I mean so diet soda, ways, dude. full sugar soda. Mm. I'm telling you. Yeah. And it's why I we we talk about it all the time on the show, and I know it probably pisses people off, but colonoscopies, getting a physical every August, knowing what my blood levels are at, like where are my triglycerides, perfect. Cholesterol, perfect. No polyps in my colonoscopy, because you got to do things to bulletproof it. And now I'm missing my driving range session because we're 12 minutes late. Yeah, we're out of here. So I guess we got to talk about your engagement and your marriage tomorrow. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we'll talk about that tomorrow. That's fine. The Monty Show, as usual, presented by The Advocates, theadvocates.com. The best injury attorneys in the business. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on The Monty Show at theadvocates.com. Until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.